Stand by for pre-show banter. What's up, Yo, Stuart? Lo, What's hello. up, Stuart? What's up, Stuart? What's up? I'd be doing a lot better if we didn't have cops killing unarmed black people in this well, country all the time. People rioting over the whole of America. You Jesus know what? Christ, man, if we didn't have place. A, we wouldn't have B. It is being chinny. That's yeah. what he's doing. What a punk. The Duchess is working outside. She don't want to hear me yelling. I'm going to edit that out of the show because who wants to hear that on the recording? I just need to write down the time code. Because Chitty does what Chitty does because he is Chitty. All right, mate. Hello. 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 you got to be all right because there's no fucking other way to be apart from all right. got to be all right. Have you had sure. a second coffee sure. there, Stuart? I have had a coffee, actually. I think that might be what it is. <laughs> How did I know? It is true. Before the show, I had a coffee and now I'm buzzing. Are we ready to start? I'm always uh, ready. Uh, no. Shut Uh-oh. up, you're ready. Blah, 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 blah. None of that helps, Stu. None of it. I know, that's why I'm doing it. Are we ready? Uh, sure. Let's do it, alright? Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch! You gotta be that fucking diamond in the rough. But the only way to become that diamond is by dedication, practice, and doing the sh. My wife! Keeping it real! It's the veteran gamers. Like anybody fucking gives a sh. The tingles grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
she has she has to rub it up and or not she necessarily, but whoever does it has to rub it up and down on your tonsil five yes. times. Yeah. And then stick it up your nose and twist it five times. Mm-hmm. Gotta get around yeah. in there, root around. Indeed. But the tonsilly bit was just it just tickled. It was a bit weird. It was like it didn't really you know like when you have a tooth out or a filling oh yeah and they numb it all oh yeah but and you can still feel it well of course but it doesn't hurt or anything but oh, you can yeah. kind of feel that prodding it was kind of a bit like that but a bit bristly <laughs> well it was just weird but yes it came back negative so i was negative on the day i had it done last thursday but you oh, know my right. exactly, still, so. you could still get it i hope that's you right don't that's the it. biggest trouble by the way, we have audio footage of Stuart cracking the whip here. What, do you think I'm going to buy a $20,000 truck just because you make that noise? Exactly. I'll take it. I think you need to remember who's the boss here, Duke. Yeah, huh? How about yeah. that? Not me. Uh, <laughs> so how are you two doing anyway? Any any stories from you two? Yeah, huh? two okay? uh, stories. I mean, I went to a protest yesterday, and I wish I hadn't had to be in a big crowd, but... We gotta demand justice for George Floyd, so there's that. But you're getting uh, that anyway. He's been arrested, hasn't he? The guy who did it now. Well, yeah, he's charged with third degree murder, which is not justice. It should be something more. Um, what more than being charged with murder? What else can he be charged with? Well, there's different types murder. of murder. Oh, right. third degree. Right, I should have uh, said that. My bad. Uh, and also, it's not just about him. It's about Breonna Taylor and all the other black people who keep getting killed in this country who are unarmed. The end. That's all I have to say yeah, about yeah, it. Right yeah, yeah. You've done your didactic sing cast. This is well. That was no, 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 no. That was an interview I released with my friend Garrett, which came out before the murder, or I recorded it at least before the killing of George Floyd. But um, no, I will talk about it on there. Yeah, it's coming. Don't worry, people. I'm, I'm about to open up the mic and let off. Lick a shot. Brilliant. That's it. Uh, but aside uh, from that, great so papers. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's sad that it doesn't shock me. Do you know what I mean? That's well, sad, shit. isn't it? Oh, that, that is bad. It's like it's not hard for a brief to go. Don't shoot anybody. Yeah, right. Um, well, y'all, y'all's cops don't shoot anybody because they don't have fucking guns. Imagine that. We do though. We oh, do. Okay. We have done. Well, we have some of them do. Teams, yeah, right. with those. So there's right. that poor chap who got shot in London. Remember? Yeah, like, no, you're right. Probably about ten years ago. Right. Exactly. See, ten years ago, Bill Hicks did a routine about when he was over in England, and people were like, "Oh, Bill, crime," because the LA riots were happening when he was over there. And they, the guy goes, "Oh, Bill, crime is horrible everywhere. Crime is horrible too." And he was like, "Shut up. Yeah, this is the Shire, and I am Bilbo Hickston." <laughs> I saw some headline in the newspaper that said uh, some hooligans knocked over a dustbin in Shaftesbury last night. Oh, God, the hooligans are loose. The hooligans are loose. So knife, you know crime, what, knife crime is a big thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. No doubt. And also, just to, just to let you know, a 60-year-old man got stoned to death this week. Well, yeah. that's messed up. No yeah. doubt about it. By, by a bunch of yous. It turns out uh, guns don't people. help, but... Um, people he, can kill po- yeah. people in other ways. Yes, they can. People still do bad shit. It's true. <laughs> Even in this country, we have a bunch of knobs who do bad shit all the time. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we should distract from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, play, let's talk about some know, video know. games. I don't want to... This isn't what the show is. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other news, I've been grading 100 million billion papers, and I'm still not done, but the seniors have kind of graduated. So in the next two weeks, I have sophomores and juniors in my classes, which is about 10% of my classes, and I'm supposed to continue delivering instruction for them. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. How interesting right. is that? You you carry on grading a million billion papers then. So I'm kind of on summer break, but not really. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I wish I had one date when it's like this is over. But yeah. that's okay, that's, man. That's kind of like work for me. Is like I'm kind of like working, yeah. but not like there's like I have waves of like I'm really busy and then I'm not, and then yeah. it's quite frustrating. Word. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Life mm. is weird. It's just weird. Yeah. And nothing, yeah. Nothing's changed that much for me because I've been in work all bloody week. Yeah. I mean, oh, every right. day this week. You should be grateful. Yeah, really. I am grateful. I, I do realize <laughs> I'm happy about work. Because at least I've got. Yeah, I'm lucky because I've got routine and stuff, and it's still relatively. You're going normal. out there. You're doing stuff. I am. I am. You know, I've got to like, wear a face mask all day, and that's a bit weird, but. Like that's all you... right. That's, that's more to shut you up, really. <laughs> yeah, like that and shut Stuart up. Yeah. And it's horrible Nothing because it's hot. Shut Stuart up. And in a kitchen, and it's freaking like it's like having a a radiator attached to your face. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. you know what? I can't complain too much. We no. do what we gotta do. No. Stiff upper lip. Right? Yeah. Have you got the spinny wheel, chinny? Where are you going? Right? Uh, Story time's over, uh, isn't it? What you been playing? Uh, no, uh, let's no. just just let's just dice. do this in an orderly fashion. Oh, what do, do we have to no, do the I dice? This is gonna be random, man. <laughs> he doesn't even roll it sometimes. I know, I know. Look, what are you talking look, about? Of course I do. I just rolled it. It came up three. There you go. That's uh, <laughs> that's you, Duke. No, it's Chinny. Jesus Christ. Oh, is that Chinny? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's Chinny. Chinny. But if you want to do the wheel, I'm cool, Chinny. You, you know, you no. you do you. You you do whatever you want. Chini. I'm trying it's to do you. me, uh, but uh, didn't Chini, work it's out. You. Just, okay, just okay, start. Okay. It's you. It's you. Okay. Oh, by oh, the way, sorry. Not... I hate to interrupt. No, I don't. Oh, God. Do not watch a movie called High Life. It sucks. Really? I have not regretted watching a film so much in years. Wow. Stay away. It's terrible. High Life. Who's in it? Je- Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah. Yeah, he does yeah. a good job, but it's a terrible role in a terrible movie. So just don't watch it. it sucks. Yeah. Um, Garbage. Sorry, what? you were saying, Chinny, about video games you've been playing. Made in 2018. Uh, <laughs> directed by Claire Dennis. Uh, Why are you growling, dude? Because it sucked so bad. I couldn't wow. tell you. The first 30 seconds I said to the Duchess, this music's giving me a rash. But I was trying not to be, you know, negative toward it because I knew that it was because I was hungry and we hadn't eaten yet and all sorts of reasons from the day. But then we watched it and as it went on, we just kept looking at each other like, can you believe this stupid nonsense? And then it just got worse and worse and worse. Beyond the solar system in a future that seems like the present. Right. A group of criminals who accept a mission in space to become the subjects of a human reproduction experiment. Doesn't that sound like it could be interesting? Well, it's not. It does. It sucks. Look, look, here's the thing, dude. You've been warned, dude. I think there's only one way to measure how much this film sucks. So what you got to do is watch Cats... No. And then decide whether it's better no. or worse than cats. No, cats they can both people. suck. <laughs> anyway, no, go no. on. I'll anyway, Chinny. Uh, yes. Chini, oh, yes. I've been playing, uh, I started a game last week Ooh. called uh, Worms WMD. Yeah. Yeah. So Worms WMD is uh, 
is a Worms game. Remember I've got Worms? This on Switch. I've got it on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a good Worms game. See, what I like about my Worms games, and I was big into Worms Armageddon in the year 2000. Um, uh, I, I like them to be 2D. Yep. And no faff. Just down, straight, it, simple we've actually, worms. We've actually played quite a lot of worms together, didn't we, for a bit? And then yeah. you just kept beating me. Yeah, I'm pretty good at worms. You are pretty good at worms. You you beat me a lot. Yeah. But I've had I've got some really great memories of playing worms. Uh, me and Feng Chewy uh, used to play worms Armageddon. Not worms Armageddon. What was it? Must have been Armageddon actually. Yeah, Armageddon was the one. But we we played a lot. You know, whilst drinking alcoholic beverages, and obviously as the night went on, it got worse and worse. And yeah. Then just laugh a lot every time you threw a holy hand grenade. It is a good laugh. Um. So Worms 3MD is uh, most of the, the, like the newer Worms, they, they do like 3D. It's all still in 3D, but it's on a 2D plane, whereas they've gone back to normal 2D sprites here. So that makes me happy. Mm. Um, uh, the big hook on this one is that you are using vehicles to get all right, okay. as well. So uh, there are helicopters and tanks and jeeps that you can upgrade um but it's all there you know you can customize your little teams you can have um i've gone for the james brown um sort of uh voice you know you can change the voices on yeah, your yeah, yeah yeah so i've gone for james brown um <laughs> yeah that's it and uh yeah you know it's it's all right i, I did so, the tutorial can, and all can that I ask who you, are you playing solo i'm just doing the tutorial and the campaign and, right. and basically, that consists of kill all the worms. Because uh, let's be honest, this this game is most fun when you're playing other people. That's that's my only thing about it. Really, is the campaign is is okay, but the the game, the fun in the game is playing it with with yeah. some friends. So and when, and when you completely screw up and blow yourself up by yeah, mistake, you throw the grenade and it hits that one little pixel that you didn't blow up and yeah. it bounces right back in your face. That's <laughs> the worms. That's the fun of it. That, that is the fun. So um, I'm doing a call call to arms, really. If anybody, uh, what, are you, what are you wants... playing on? I'm on Xbox. It's on Game Pass. Worms right. WMD. Um, so I figured, why not? We could have a game together with other people. I might see something in the Discord, and uh, and then we could I could stream that maybe. Um, but no, it's a good it's a good Worms game. It's 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 pretty much the same as every other Worms game ever. But the only difference is it's got weapons, and there's one weapon in there that I haven't seen before. You know the sheep, Stu? Yes. The, so the worms think about the sheep. So you throw the sheep, and then the sheep goes along, and then you press it to blow it up. Yep. And you've got the super sheep, which is the sheep, but that with flies. a cape. That flies. flies, and you can control that. That's still there. Uh, and now it's got sheep on a rope. What? Sheep well, like on a, a rope. Like you, no, like, you know, like the ninja rope that, that you yeah, can yeah, get? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You can do that, but with a sheep. So you can, like, uh, dangle it down on someone. Yeah, 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 and swing it around, yeah. Uh, so that's new. I haven't seen sheep on a rope before in a Worms game. But seen apart from that, on a rope. Yeah, apart from that, um, it is the usual stuff. Um, oh, so I like it. I like it. It's a good Worms game. So if anybody fancies uh, a few of us getting in on a Worms game, let me know. Do on you, know Discord, you know what? You know what? I should get on. I should get the Mildred to download this on her Xbox One, which she barely ever uses. Yeah, yeah. Let's get. I'll get her to do that. 
then we'll, you can we'll, do that. We'll get in on it. I'll get her to play it as well. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. That, that's it. Worms of WMD. It's a good one, but it's worms. Excellent. Dude, yeah, I already oh. rolled it. It came up one, which is Stuart. Oh, that's me. Yay! Woo-hoo. By the way, we should, uh, we should mention the people in the chat. We've got Antonio in the chat. Sumu is in the chat. Um, uh, Soul Brothers in the chat. Wimpo D is in the chat. Lord of the Manor is in the chat. Hello to the chat. Hello, hello. Hello, chat all chat. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I now you know what, Duke. You know you said you played what's possibly the worst. Oh, not played, but watched the possibly the worst film you've ever watched this week. It was truly terrible. Truly terrible. Well, I could say the same about a game I played this week. Oh, oh snap! You went back God. to Deadly Premonition again. Heyo! No. no. Uh, I was like, because I'll be honest, I'm going to be totally honest. I've been short of time this week with working every day and what have you to to actually play games. And then when I have been having time, obviously Kay's around because she's obviously not at work at all now. Well, she did works but doesn't go anywhere. Um, so and it's been half term, so she's been off. So. I thought I'll play a few demos because obviously that, you know, something to talk about, see what I think. Uh, and the first of these demos was the case book of Arkady Smith. What? Right? What? Sounds like yeah, a bunch exactly. of random words jumped together. I know. The case book of Arkady Smith. Now, description-wise, it sounds pretty cool. Sounds pretty cool because you, you play a detective in a noir setting, you know, like a bit like... Uh, it's a little promising. Yeah, it looks a bit like Blade Runner. You know, everything's neon and stuff. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, this looks pretty cool. I like it. And you're not. It's open world. You've got loads of cases to solve and murders and stuff, and and it's all fully like unscripted, and you can do whatever you like. And I thought, you know what? This sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. I'll download this and give it a whirl. It was terrible. Crap. I, mean, I don't even know where to start because. First of right, first impression. This is, a, this is a, right when you press go, you know, like start from the menu, it literally goes straight into the game, right? It like fades out go. and you're in the game. Yeah, go straight. In. Just go. Hurry up, go. And you stood, you stood on a balcony overlooking this neon city, yeah. and it actually looks pretty cool, right? I'm like, you know what? This might actually be quite cool. It looks great. Yeah. And then I'm, and then I moved, and the animations were shocking. And right. it's like it's like a stick man anime. See, oh. look, it looks pretty cool. Look, that's the beginning. It looks like. So cool. we're looking at a guy with a detective hat on, out, yeah. looking out into a kind of futuristic Japanese noir street. Neon cyberpunk. Neon cyberpunk-y thing. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking at it, thinking, yeah. oh, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool, right? But then you move around, and he, I don't, I don't even know how to be. He's like, he moves like a stick man. Stick man. So he. It's like it's like he's no joints at his knees or elbows. Okay, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> and, oh, maybe you're making look, fun look, of someone look, with a go. serious Stu, medical Stu, condition. Stu, please don't Terrible. reference the visuals. I'm sorry, I'm please sorry. Don't <laughs> <reference> <laughs> look, look, it's what I'm talking about. Look, look, it's rubbish. So yeah. anyway, right, the so, animation on the man is very stiff. Yes, yes. it's very stiff. He That's not the only arms. thing on the man that's stiff. Hey-o. He swings Hey-o. his arms and he bobs up and down. That's about it. That is it. So I was like, right, well, what do I do, right? No tutorial at all. So it doesn't tell you what to do. Get to work. Go solve the crime. You're a detective. Yeah, you don't need someone holding your hand. 
What you do right. is you go into the room and you tell the guy, don't you fucking lie to me. There's no interact button. You just walk into stuff and it just tells you something when you that walk into free. it. So I was like, okay. Okay. Uh, and then you go to go out of the apartment and he goes, you need a card. You know, like an ID <laughs> card or whatever. It sounds like your narrator's voice is on methadone. You I know, that's, that's, that's what it's like. You need a card. So I go looking around the apartment. I find a gun. Right, aiming oh, mechanics. Oh, sweet! It's a good thing you went looking just... for that car because otherwise you would have left oh, without yeah. your gun. Found a gun. Terrible. Uh, aiming mechanics were just ridiculous. Uh, and then I found the car. It was in the kitchen. What a stupid place for me to leave my ID card to get out of my well, own. Why would you leave it in the kitchen? I don't know. Idiot. I must have been making a sandwich or something. I guess so. Uh, I left the card on the, on the countertop, and I was like, "Oh, here's a card. I need a card." Right. So anyway, I get out of the apartment. And then the whole, you have to run down about four floors or five floors, and it's literally just copied and pasted. So everything looks identical. So, it's, so it's, even that was tedious. I'm like, fucking hell, when do I get to the ground floor? Now, to be fair, so, Stuart, I've walked up and down in a lot of staircases in my life. They tend to be pretty similar. I know, but it's just so plank. It's just, anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, right, what do I do? Where's my first case? What do I look for? So doesn't tell you how to interact with the map or any of that bollocks. So I get outside and there's like this, what looks like a fairly cool car parked up at the side of the run. Like, oh, it must be my car. So if I get in the car, maybe that'll tell me where I need to go to like solve the case or whatever. So I get in the car and no, but there's a map. So I like go on the map and he said, do you want to put a marker down? 3D marker or whatever. So I was like, yeah, then I can go to wherever that is. So I put some marker down and I go back to the car. Nothing on the road. Nothing. So don't know what that did. Now, let me ask so you this. Not... On the map, did it show where yeah. your location was? Nope. Oh, jeez. This is Honestly, it's the worst game ever. It sounds so, pretty bad. So I start, dri <laughs> I start driving and the, <laughs> the car controls. I don't know. It's like, I don't know how to describe the control of the car. It's just weird. Garbage? It's just, sounds uh, like they're garbage. It just, it, I don't know, it just, the, the car spins on the spot to turn and obviously accelerates to like right trigger like it normally is in a car. But it just doesn't feel like driving a car. It's just weird. And then when you bump into other cars, that like text comes up above them like, hey, don't do that. Or something like that, right? And no damage at all. It just bounces, right? I've, cool, I've it's vaulted, balloon cars. I've vaulted over a pedestrian because I thought, I wonder if I can run people over. Nope. They're solid. I bounced off one and vaulted the other. Well, it sounds like the car is made out of rubber. No, but these people, this is a rough neighborhood. These people are tough. Yeah, they're, they're used to getting hit by cars. Yeah. What what I find unbelievably hard to understand is how this ever got approved for the PS4 because this is utter trash. Well, that's Look, what I said I know, about the right? movie we watched last night. Look at all the people who spent so much time and money making I this know. thing come right, to life. That's the same but, thing you wonder when you play a truly bad game. I agree. Uh, but part of me is like, you know what? I can look. I get people like. Do you know what it reminded me of? Right. And I understand that people put time and effort into making these things. Right. But the shit, it's just shit. Right. Pile Wait a minute. Shit. Is this little awkward space missile command thing in the game? I, apparently, I never saw that. I don't know. The hell is I've that? Skipped ahead. I've skipped ahead oh, to the okay. cars. 
Yeah, anyway, let's see sorry. the car driving. Look, look at that. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Again, piece. don't reference the visuals. But anyway, right, so... We're audio I thought maybe Chinny got bored and put something else on the screen. This is what I thought, right? This yes, is my final take yes. away from this game. Right. Is it felt like a university student's like, assignment for their end-of-year video game well, maybe it was thing and that's that's what it felt like it felt like some student had made it for an assignment you how know bad this, would, how this, bad would you feel if it was i wouldn't give a shit but <laughs> but i just feel like superficially it looks okay but below no the superficial bit it's terrible yeah Terrible. There you Terrible. go. I'm done. I, I don't even know why I've talked about it for so long, but there you go. Well, all right. All right. It's funny how you can talk for a long time about terrible games. Well, you yeah, seem to find movies. that not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> or great games, just talking yeah. in general. Lagaria is a heck of a drug. Um, uh, Derek Signs in the chat says, Hello, Antonio. Well, he's talking to Antonio. <laughs> uh, after the highs of last year's Resident Evil 2 uh, remake, did you get a chance to play Resident Evil 3? So they're just having a chat, really, in the in the thing. So don't worry about the show. A chat fine. in the yeah, chat yeah, room? Whatever, what? you do your own thing. How dare you? You don't, you don't need us. Yeah. You don't need to communicate right. with us. Uh, speaking of Antonio, uh, people should check out his video about licensed games. It's fun. Oh, I watched it. I, I live-tweeted it. it, yeah. About it's a good Bolt. video. And whatnot. Yeah. And I should give an early yeah. shout out to Jacinta and Jay for their Nimbus feedback. Thank you, folks. I appreciate that. And I have a question since it's my turn. I just rolled Go. the die. Yeah. Here's a question. Because one of the games I've been playing is Fallout 76. You love that now, don't you? Um, aside from Fallout 76 and No Man's Sky, I think it's fair to say, are there other games that have been really badly received on release and then gotten much better reviews as they've evolved uh hmm uh destiny did it, it, no, it, it, got, it okay. destiny got very 50 50 really like I didn't realize yeah that. like it was very divided like this isn't enough some people loved it some people and they changed it the other one that I can think of, which is going to be uh, an interesting one, Resident, uh, sorry, not Resident Evil, um, Rainbow Six Siege didn't review very well mm, at the start, and now he's like a phenomenon. Huh. So that's I feel like that another... one got picked up by fans who said, "We don't care what critics say. We love this game," and they really got into no, it. No, they changed a lot and they kept at it, uh, and they really Fair improved enough. a lot. So yeah, I think cool. that's. I don't think it reviewed badly. Okay, but. Like when you talk about No Man's Sky, I mean that was like yeah crazy. But right. it just it was just kind of like this is all right. But then and, and no one really saw it as this. Oh my god! You know you've got games coming out these days like Amazon just released Crucible, right? Which is going to be the next Overwatch. Oh my god, the biggest esport ever, and it gets a lot of hype. And then everybody goes, but it's shit. So like when Rainbow Six came out. Everybody was like, this is all right. No one thought it would be where it is now, which is just this absolute giant right. of a game. And it's interesting because so, that's would... a very recent possibility even for games because there's no way yeah. when E.T. came out, they couldn't be like, wait, here's yeah. this new update. And it's it. actually a good game now. Mr. Spielberg, the uh, game that we made about your film seems to be doing poorly. All right, we'll chuck another 60 mil. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if this then makes game developers 
I mean, does it mean you don't have to get it right the first time? Lazy. Does it? I think, I, well, I sort of think that that sort of counts to a certain extent, especially with something like an MMO type game, because they can continually try and make it better. Can't well, they can they? do that for all games now. I, I, I think well, it, yes and no. If you've got a story-driven game, there's not a lot you can do to that. Of but course you can. You can add DLC. You can change anyway. the story. I think for this particular type of game, you know, like the Destinies and, and Fallouts and whatnot, that you can create a more creative roadmap, as it were. So you can be like, oh, you know, well, we'll get it. We'll get this, this, and this feature ready right. for launch. Right. But this feature, and people, and the the gamers understand that it's it's a it's a progress. You know what I mean? And that's probably why they they're also lackluster at the start. But I think what Stu's getting at is if you've got a story based game where you've got to hit the story, but but they they can still do the well. This is DLC. This is yeah, yeah, and you else. can you can tweak the the way it plays if it's a bit shonky. The, and there's, they probably do that with bugs, though. You know, uh, what I mean? yeah. this is like, oh, oh, this bug, this bug, this bug cannot right. do for launch, but we'll patch yeah. it. We'll yeah. patch yeah. it. We'll patch it. You know? What yeah, about yeah. Uh, Mass way, Effect Three? Could like, make them a little bit lazy. Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect Three. Yeah, they patched they in a new end. Yeah, change the story. Uh, can I just say as well, there is a, there was a game that came out that reviewed shit at the beginning, and still reviews shit now. Deadly Premonition. No. Uh, Journey? Anthem. No, I'm just kidding. Do you remember Anthem? Do you remember yeah. that game coming out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's not really... They, they have. I think they've tried to tweak it and make it better, but it just hasn't worked, has it? Yet, no, has they, it? They, 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 they were going to like relaunch it, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard that, but not heard anything since. Yeah, and then um, no one cares. So. And then they went, no, still shit. <laughs> That'll, sir, that'll teach me to ask questions. Anyway, thank you for your thoughts on that. Okay, Fallout 76 Wastelanders. Uh, one thing I've noticed this week is the delay between when you do a thing and when the thing shows up in the game. So I was doing this. There's One of the types of quests they've got in this game is like you go to this area, you do some training for a group and then you're like part of that group now. So there's this military base and you get there and this rope, you know, this, uh, I don't remember the name of the robot, the floating ball with the arms. He comes up and he goes, soldier, what are you doing? Get to get in your uniform. And And so you basically, you go find a uniform and you do these, you know, tests. And one of the tests is on a shooting range. And so, you know, a quest indicator shows up on the, one of the targets and you have to shoot 10 of them in, 30 seconds or whatever, right? You shoot uh-huh. it and it just sits there. The quest indicator is still on it. I'm like, I just shot it, but it says that maybe I missed it, right? Because the little box is still on that target. And then after a second, like it's a full second, it goes away. Nice. So this notion of latency is weird because it's affecting the way. And the same with like you see an enemy in the distance, you shoot it. You know, in Fallout, you're used to seeing an enemy in the distance. You go into VATS, you shoot it, and instantly, you know, the red text goes away because the thing's dead. But in this game, you shoot it, and then you have to wait a second, and then the thing falls down. So it's not a game breaker necessarily, but it is a game irritant, I should say. So, Mm. whatever. Mm. I thought I could not make ammo, but it turns out you can make ammunition in this game. I just didn't have the right workbench because I thought it would be on the weapons workbench, but no, it's on the tinkerer's workbench. So they've added a couple of workbenches in, 
and I'm not running short of ammo, but I do notice that you don't find it lying around the way you do in a normal Fallout well, of, game. Of course you don't. It's an MMO. That's not how things work. There's a lot of different MMOs out there, and it, it doesn't necessarily behoove them as a company that wants money to not give you a lot of ammo. Because that's not how they're making money. You don't buy ammo in the game. No, but they probably do it for the balancing, don't they? And all that balls. I guess. Pretty I don't much. know why they do it. But anyway, the point is, I'm I'm doing okay with ammo. I'm being a lot stingier with it, because in a normal Fallout game, I just... <laughs> because I know I'm going to perk up and get plenty of ammo as I wander the wasteland, but... I'm not doing that so much. You can't really. There's not quite so much ammo lying around. And I don't, I think I have invested a little bit into the perks for it, but I'm not getting ammo that seems proportionate the way you would in a normal game, but whatever. Um, the, di- the dialogue tree uh, leaves a lot to be desired. So at one point, you find, I guess this is spoilers for Fallout 76. Is this- Warning! 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 They captured this dude, and he's one of the, I don't know, Scorched or something, one of the monsters, and he used to be a human, and it's kind of like a thing with a ghoul. It's like, is there still a human in there? And, you know, it basically comes down to you can either say, let him go, or you can say, kill him. And it's like, maybe there's a third option. We don't have to choose one of those two extremes. So it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's annoying that the generally good dialogue trees in fallout games again you know it's not a fallout game really it's it's fallout ish it's fallout-ian fallout-ian <laughs> yeah uh I, I mean i'm looking at it it looks pretty fallout to me it does <laughs> it, on its surfaces and the the quest structures there's some you good know, environments it. It, you know you'd know instantly it was a fallout game oh yeah absolutely uh you know unfortunately in fallout 4 you could take a scope off of one weapon and put it on another weapon well nope that's not in this game for some reason which is stupid um and then they have these things where like you take over an airport right so i got near an airport and it said clear out the baddies from the airport i was like okay cool i like clearing out baddies and it was super mutants i'm like oh yeah here we go and you know you got to be a little more careful because normally it would just be vats headshot vats headshot now it's like I'm going to keep my distance and pick them off one by one. So yeah. I did that. And then it goes, activate the um, the workbench. And what you do is you activate the workbench, and then it sends waves of enemies at you. And if you can fend them off, and you can also build turrets and stuff. like it's a, It becomes, you know, like a little uh, settlement like in Fallout 4, right? But you have to defend yourself against these waves of enemies. And if you can do that, then you get resources, I guess. You can get, like, iron and, like, copper and stuff out of the area. But then other players might come and try to take it over. So they're trying to put some PvP-type stuff in it. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem worth it to me. Because here's the thing. You have to spend caps to unlock the workbench. So if I've got 100 caps, I'm not spending 30 to unlock this workbench just so I can get some iron and copper. Like, well, Surely, maybe I, do you can buy more caps on, like, with real money and stuff. Maybe, but I don't really even understand the value of the iron and the copper. Because here's the other thing. I did this. I got to some building, and it was like, explore the building. I'm like, okay, cool. One of those quests that you just stumble on. Yeah. And it was basically this company, this mining company that 
there's a mother load. There's some message in one of the computers about, you know, we found a mother load. So it's like, oh, it becomes no. like find the mother load. Right. And you have to find an ID card and then apply for a job in the company in order to get an ID card and yada, yada, yada. And it's kind of cute. Cause you know, you, you have to tell them that you're a good executive type person or whatever. And the dialogue options are pretty funny, but anyway, then you eventually, when I got the mother load, and I was half expecting it to be a Borderlands 1 situation where you go and it's just an empty vault. Spoilers for Borderlands 1, by the way. Sorry. Nice. Warning! 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 But uh, that's no help if you do it after the spoiler. <laughs> but it was like a big stack of ore. Like it was like carbon ore and iron ore and copper. I'm like is this supposed to be very helpful? Maybe it is. Maybe I just don't know what to do with all this ore. So I don't know. I looked up something and it was like in a chemistry table, you can refine the ore into this or that. So I was like, okay, I'll build a chemistry table. Well, you need to find the blueprint somewhere in the world. So it's just, you know, whereas fallout, the fallout games are fun because there's quests and it's about, you know, getting a better gun and shooting things. This game is also throwing in stuff having to do with resources and and a number of side issues that I just am not so interested in. So, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, there's on one of them there's this group called the Fire Responders or something that again you're trying to join. And, and meanwhile, you join all these groups, but then you don't do anything with them because you're in the military. And the only time that's come up again was I don't remember. I had to do some other quest, and one of the options was like if you're affiliated with that faction. So it had, you know, normally it would say like intelligence in brackets, right? But at this time it said military in brackets. And it's like, I'm actually a member of the military. And then the person I was talking to was like, oh, well, very good, sir. And they saluted me. So it, I guess there's that. But in the meantime, you know, there was this agility test I had to take. And it was push a button here and then run to the other checkpoint and push the button there and then run back here and push the first button. But it was completely unclear where the other button was. I scratched that. There's a quest marker for where the other button was. But you had to run over all these, you know, it's like at the top of a building. So you had to run up a certain staircase and then go across to this other building and walk across this janky bridge. And it was just really frustrating because there were some arrows at certain points. But the other points you had to figure out on your own. And I was like, this should be more intuitive. (laughs) But anyway... Aside from all those complaints, I am still having fun with it. I know it's weird for Aside me. Aside from all that, you said from all that. Because that's the thing. When I'm playing the game, I don't stop to write down. Like, I'm having fun. This is really cool. Instead, no. I'm writing down the things that irritate me or stand out or whatever. So no, I should start right. with, like, a general approach. And I am still having fun with it. I do believe it was a valuable purchase. I think they've made it a lot better with the Wastelanders update. Uh, I just wish they hadn't added all the fuff. Yeah, well, that's how I those work because they want you to play it forever. I suppose. Forever. Forever. And the other thing that that's makes me want to keep playing is they keep doing these events. On, like, every time I... If I play for an hour, there's like two or three events that show up. And they're all for a level higher than I am, which I know is a big thing with MMOs. It's like, oh, you got to keep having content. If only you were a level higher. Endgame content. So well, that's the thing is that I have plenty of quests to do now. And then if I reach that endgame level, which that's usually the time I get bored with an MMO. Uh, but nevertheless, there's a lot of content waiting for me when I get there. So yes, there thumbs go. up. Fallout 76. You, so you, you, you're happy with it? You're going to keep I'm going? I'm still happy with it. I'm still having fun with it. Yes. Nice. Well, that's interesting because James Bevan in the chat says sup veterans 
I so, love Fallout 3 and 4. Is this actually worth buying now? It depends on what you're ready for. Because as I said last time, VATS is totally different. It does help you. You can, and this is the thing. I've gotten pretty good at like reading very quickly what the percentages are when you go into VATS. Because it doesn't stop time, but it does, you know, you, you it does the same thing of like, you don't have to aim. You just hit VATS, and I've learned to recognize when it's 80 or 90%, and when it is, you just hit shoot, and you'll probably take the thing out. But if it's 30 or 20%, you like don't bother wasting your bullets. So it's a different kind of game, and it's not as polished in terms of the stories and the quests, but it is still fun, and if you can get it on sale, I think it is worth like 20 pounds. There you go. Mm-hmm. Worth 20 quid. I just don't see myself get, getting into it. I just, yeah. I think for me, it's it, just... It's probably only for the most diehard fans. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. All right. That's rolling you, the die. That's me. Chinny, it's your turn. Yes, I have been playing something else. Go what? ahead. A marker. It's snooker. Uh, I was not. No, it's not snooker. <laughs> Thank you very snooker. much. It. I was recommended this game by my friend Chris. Uh, Chris Matthew. And Chris Carter. You've met him Oh, Stuart. the guy who invented X Files many times. I've met him many times. Yes, he invented uh, X Files. Um, I've I've been playing uh, Stranded Deep. Oh, this is the survival game out in the ocean. Is this, yeah, is this the one where you're on a raft? No, you start. Uh, no, that's a different. That's that's, I think it's called Raft. Yeah, is Stranded Deep. I've played raft? this. This is uh, you're on an island. Go on. Uh, so you, so you, it's it's basically Castaway. Yeah. Um, Rust, you are looking at my game on the screen here. This is me. Uh, so you're going to see me break my leg very shortly. But um, yes, I, I, I've I'm not really into these games. I, I and I didn't know much about it. But Chris said to me, "Have you tried Stranded Deep?" And I was like, "I've never even heard of it." He says it came <laughs> out in 2015. And oh, I've played this. Yes, so it's, it's super it's, hard. <laughs> well, they've changed everything now. I think, like according, I've been reading up a bit about it, and and they've upgraded things, and so it's officially released now. But the, it kind of kind of rolled out in 2015. And um, is is this the one where you've got a disease or something? No. Well, maybe that was something else. Maybe, maybe I mean, maybe it was. No, I, I I know what you're talking about, Stu. That's like survival green or something like that. Yeah, there was one like there was one very similar to this, but you had some sort of disease and you yeah, you had to keep no, on getting medication. That's a different stuff. game. Great. Well, you play that and talk about that. Sorry, so Stranded I Deep that was this. is Sorry. Uh, is is basically Castaway. So you start on a plane, and it looks like a kind of private plane. You crash. You get on a very sort of rubbish like little dinghy, uh, and then you uh, it, then it's the morning and you row your dinghy to an island and there you live on the island and that's it and you have to survive so it's all pve there is no one else it's just a single player game and it's it's you can make it roguelike so you can have permadeath if you like so what happens is if you save it and but if you die you will um not come back at all um and it'll delete your save wow that's a bit harsh but I've done it where it's where there is no permadeath, so I'll die, but I have to load it for my last save. So yeah, right, you have right. to save quite a lot. So yeah, pretty much you start on an island and you start. I think it's procedurally generated as well, which I'm not a massive fan of procedurally generated mm-hmm. games. But 
I started on this island and there's a uh, there's a shipwreck next to me, right next to me. And there's, well, actually there's two, but there's one really big ship, which you just saw me just crawling around on. And there's a little one. And the gist of it is you have to stay fed and you have to stay watered and you have to survive. And um, you can even get sunstroke in the game. Wow, nice. So it, 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 around about one <laughs> Sunstroke, nice. That's yeah, what we nah. all want on our desert island. Yeah. No one's ever said in the same sentence, <laughs> sunstroke, nice. My life! Um, yeah, so yeah, around about 1, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., uh, you need to cool down. Your character will give you an alert saying, I need to cool down. Yeah. And so what do you do, you, get in the shade? You can get in the shade if you've got shade, but you don't have shade because you're on a desert island. So what I do is I jump in the water and I swim around for a little bit. Um... And you you basically loot stuff. So on the ships, you will get sort of more man-made items, obviously. So you will get um, parts that might be for different things. And it's all about crafting and building and surviving. So I spent most of my first uh, time. So what what you what you do is you have, it says get two sticks, two stones, and you have to make a stone tool. And then you make a stone, a little blade out of um, uh, like a stone. Um, I don't know, like a stone knife kind yeah. of thing. And then you have to drink. So what do you drink? You can't drink the the water, can you, Stu? Not salt water, no, because that'll no. make you worse. That'll make you worse. That'll so kill you, basically. There are coconuts on this on the palm trees, so you can ah. climb the palm trees. I have to say, the guy that you're playing is very athletic, very early on in the game. And you can climb the palm trees, drink the coconuts, but if you drink three coconuts, what happens, Stu? You get the shits. You get the shits. You shit yourself. <laughs> Is that it's... true? Because yeah, I was well, just going to say, coconut milk gives you the shits. It's a yeah, natural... That's... Uh, yeah, so you, you end up pissing yourself and you lose more water than you actually... <laughs> that's brilliant. Making, so I like the realism. Do that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. stroke and the shits from drinking coconut that's milk. That's right, that's right. Um, you, there's, you know, there's all sorts of things lying around. So the next thing you kind of do is you chop down palm trees, you build axes, you build... Um, you know bits and bobs knives and pickaxes and stuff then i built like a a, a water uh, like collector so using the vapors of leaves and trees it yeah, collects yeah. water and stuff so i've got something that kind of it, it's not completely automated because you have to put um leaves under it every now and again and you can I only like put the four... depth they've gone to you oh this this game is deep this game is really deep. That's why it's called Stranded say, Deep. Hence the name, Stranded yeah. Deep. Yeah. Can you just say, what impressed me, right? And you know what I'm like for minor aesthetic details? Yeah. Uh, the moon was the right size. It is. And the other it's thing... It's not like, because usually in games, moon's Stuart, about massive. stop whining is. about minor aesthetic details. Stuff that, Duke, like that impresses me. The other thing that Duke would like is that when you chop over a tree, it actually falls oh, off. I mentioned this one time a long time ago. I don't yeah, actually care that like, much about it. It's always going on about it. Oh, bangs on about it all the time. So like I said, as you can see here, I'm sort of I'm 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 in a ship that's like just washed ashore. It's half flooded, half full. Uh you know, I'm I'm kind of making my way through it. Um there are of looting, course looting ship. there are of course sharks in the waters. Nice, uh, of course. There are sort of um smaller sharks in the waters that tend not to fuck around or like do anything so i was kind of getting a bit comfortable so i was in this ship that you just saw me swimming in i was kind of getting comfortable in there and i would see a shark when, it, when it's like any game like this you know when you see something you know like, oh, what the fuck is that right and you see a shark mm -hmm. and i'm like oh shit 
But those sharks, the small sharks, don't tend to really mess with me. So I was kind of getting confident, getting confident. And then I saw a massive great white shark. And I was like, shit. And you can, you can kind of hear it swimming. Like, wow. not like the other plants, uh, sorry, other animals and stuff. So um, I was like, okay. Uh, but it never got me, but it almost got me. And, it, and, it, and I was, I was, I had to swim from one shipping container to the other, but I wasn't quite sure if it was following me or not. Mm-hmm. So I swam as fast as I could, jumped on the shipping container that I got to, turned around, the shark was literally behind me, like <laughs> waiting for me. And I was like, oh my God, this shark is hunting me. Um, so, the, so the cool thing about this is what you can see just on the horizon is other islands yeah. scattered yeah. around everywhere, and there's other ships. There's just off on the horizon. There's other bits of interest. Now, if you're brave enough, you can get in your dinghy at any time and go to these islands. You can yeah. just go to them. But I think what's going to happen is the starting island is going to be very easy compared mm. to those other islands, um, and there is a bit of a leveling up system. So the more you craft. You craft your leveling up system. The more you hunt, you craft your hunt system. Da 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 da. So I think the game kind of knows where I am in terms of difficulty. Mm. So it will start to turn things up. I did notice that more sharks and snakes started turning up a little bit later on towards the game. Um, so yeah, you can pretty much design a house, uh, Duke. You'll be pleased to know. Yeah. Uh, you can make. Um, y- you can even make vehicles. You can make dodgy rafts, and I've even seen a gyrocopter. Um, but not seen it with my eyes. I've seen it on Google. I typed yeah. this game in and I saw a picture of somebody making a gyrocopter. So you can make. Well, let, me, let me ask you this, Chini, because this is a big thing for Duke in these games. Yes, go. Uh, are you able to make a phallic shaped tower house? Sure. Why Again, not? I, I made one like five years ago in Rust, I and therefore that's what I do every time I play one of these games. Banks on about trees falling over and making <laughs> tower shaped penis. Yeah. So, so the tower shaped penises. Listen to yourself. So, like for these games, like I don't know. I I think I, I'm not really into these games, but this one's got me, man. Like I really, really like it. It does look cool. I must say, it's great. So, what's different about it than like Don't Starve? I think it just it. it, I mean, I've never played Don't Starve, but I suppose it's 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 a good. It, you know, it's a good 3D simulation. Yeah. It looks con- quite relaxing, apart from getting eaten by sharks. <laughs> the controls, the controls are okay. They're yeah. not very intuitive at the start. Right. Do you know what I mean? But once you get used to them, yeah. they're not too bad. The game does very little to tell you anything. It doesn't tell you much. No, um, it, just, it tells you how to rub some sticks together, and pretty much that's it. And you have to work everything out yourself. But that's cool. That's that's really rewarding though you know sure. that's like like when i figured out um oh, i figured something out and I, I think it was just i think it was like putting the leaves underneath the water yeah thing. yeah how to get water because it never tells you that like you know I, I'm, I'm i built one of these water dispenser things you know to to get the evaporator and and it wasn't doing anything i was like what was it so you know and then i, I put some underneath i was like oh okay and and that's really really rewarding so mm-hmm. um yeah, so you'll see uh, at the moment you'll see um, I, I, I'm on the boat right for the audio listeners, and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to climb up this stupid ladder. So I'm doing it for a long, long time, and I know how to do it now. It's hold A, but yeah. um, I couldn't do it, and I figured out how to do it, and then I, well, I got to the top, and there's a few bits to loot, and then I fall down and I break my leg. Oh right. no! So. <laughs> 
obviously in a game like this, breaking your leg is isn't just a you know a call of duty right, situation. It's not like falling no. out of Far Cry and uh, you just pop your leg back in. Yeah, yeah, you know, in Call of Duty, you can get shot three times and just hide, <laughs> and and then everything goes away. Yeah. But well, you have to take a deep breath. Game... <sighs> yeah, you have to take a breath. Now, in this game, I, I knew this. I was like, well, now I've broken my leg, I'm 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 screwed. And I I I, I kind of wussed out a little bit, and I googled it, and they said, yeah, you, your leg's broke. There's nothing you can do. And I was like, oh my god. And um, so you're then, just gonna limp around that, that, for the rest. Well, of the game. that that was um that was like four year old post. And I was like, Oh, hang on. Maybe they've changed something. So I looked into there's um, make a splinter. Uh, yeah. There's a, basically a splint. Yeah. So there's consumables that I didn't, it's like a part of the menu that I didn't really go into very much. Mm. And I look into it and that's kind of where like herbs are and you can mix plants together with um, coconut, you know, like milk or whatever it is. Mm. Or, I don't know. And, and I looked in there, and there's a splint, and I was like, ah. So there I made the go. splint, and it was very, basically, to get um, rope, you have to like trim down these branches, and they're they're hard to come by. They do grow every two days, I think, yeah. but it's not easy, um, and you run out of them quick. And I had to use three of them, and that was a that was a wounder. I was like, oh, I've got to use three of them to get this mm-hmm. splint. So I use three of them, get the splint, and that's it. I've got the splint on my leg for good now. Um, so so does that does that impede you at all? Do you limp no. a bit? Or? Well, when I had my broken leg, I couldn't swim very well, and every time I jumped, it took off a little bit of my health every time. It didn't. My health doesn't come back up. It it it, it um yeah, it keeps taking it off. So uh, yeah, there's the moment when I fall down and I just go, broke. boom! Oh, broken leg! Broke shit! Leg. Ow! Yeah. Compound fractured, bits of bone sticking out everywhere. So uh, it, it it's it's. It's just really good, and you can see here as I'm limping, it really looks like a limp. You know what I mean? It, does, it really it does, does look pronounced. like a, a, a limp, and you can't swim as well. You can't jump. Um, it's it's very very uh, it's 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 cool, you know. Um, and, and yeah, so the game gets really. You can you can make a loom, so you can make clothing. Um, you can. Um, See, you would love that. He likes all that tapestry. The, and the, stuff. the thing that I like is you can kind of automate something. So I was like, the thing that you need is water and food, right? So I was like, right, I, the water thing I kind of got sussed out. That's not that's not a bad system, right? The the kind of water dispenser thing. Mm-hmm. But the food is like, oh, you know, I'm gonna keep hunting and getting things. It's gonna be a pain. So now I've got um, a bird snag. So if a bird lands on this branch that I've set up, it. it grabs it like that right okay and yeah yeah i've got a fish collector so i've got like an automatic fish trap yeah and 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 it catches each one of those catches one thing a day basically nice. um and i read online that if you set up five bird snags you basically got all the food you need nice uh, and it's not too so that's quite cool i like that yeah. um uh, and you know this ship that I'm running around here is it's it's quite interesting. Uh, and the one thing in the ship there are barrels, and you, by holding the left trigger you can drag a you can drag things around. And I want to drag a barrel to my fire pit because then you can make a stove. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Uh, but like to drag this fucking barrel back to my camp is so difficult. So at the moment, like uh, like because I didn't in in this gameplay footage, I don't really have a house or or anything. 
I'm basically just organizing all my shit on the floor. So, like, over <laughs> yeah. there is my scrap metal. Right. Over there is, like, bits of bobs that are kind of man-made. Yeah. Over here are, like, all the coconuts that I've farmed. Over here is all the coke. Because when you drink a, a coconut thing, you've still you've got the empty coconut yeah. thing. It doesn't go away. So you get to have a horse. Well, yeah. no. No, you can't do that. But, like, you... You um, it doesn't go away. So you're like, oh, well, what am I going to do with it? So I've been dropping them in the same. Like I've got like a bin where I put all my rubbish. Uh-huh. Um, and the other thing as well is there's a current to the water. So stupidly, the, but basically the game starts you off, and what you're supposed to do is is row the sort of raft to the shore as near as possible. And the game cleverly sort of sets you up in a way where the current goes like so into the island so you your raft doesn't float away do you yeah, know what i mean right. but i was stupid and i put the raft on the other side of the island and when i turned away and did a few things my raft was miles away from the island oh, like, oh shit so i i was like well i've got to get i've got to get it back the raft is super important to the game you can build you know other things you don't necessarily need it to to um you know progress but it is a very, very useful thing. So I was like, okay, uh, I've got to swim for it and get it back. Uh, so it's it's just a, I really, really like it. I, it's, it's just a, a, a very simple, not too hard, but hard enough survival game. Yeah. And it's very addictive. I was on it for about three, four hours today. And I was like, oh my God, like this game is sucking all my time up. I, 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 you I see, really... I look at this, right? And I think... This would be cool in VR, wandering around the desert island and stuff. Sure. Especially at this point in time, you know, when you can't go anywhere. But it's 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 super uh, it's, it's super immersive though. I, 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 there's just something about it that it's like you get into the loop and it, it, it you know it's uh, you figure it out pretty quick. Can you you can see all my stuff sort of scattered around in the desert and I put all my scrap metal over there. So and, can you build a box what? to put stuff in, or is it? You just have to well, do I, d- I don't know actually. So those crates, I've got crates over there, yeah. like that, and I stole those basically. Right. Those crates were lying around everywhere, yeah. And you can pick them up. So I, I, about uh, that was another thing that I kind of figured out, which is so obvious. Mm. I was like putting everything on the floor, and I was like, oh, I can just pick this crate up and just take this over by my camp. Yeah. Why am I like? Why am I like putting everything on the floor like an idiot? So I start putting stuff in the crates, but the, the crates only hold like three things or uh, three different types of items. Right, right. So, yeah, it, it's like, but now I've got like about six or seven of them. Uh, you might be able to, do. to be honest, yeah, you might be able to craft something. I'm, yeah. I've almost built a house, almost. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, yeah, you know, there's shipping containers, and I think you can knock the walls out of the shipping containers and make yeah. a house out of those as well. Cool. Um. But it's just it's just really deep. It's just yeah. really deep. I remember uh, that I, I got this when it first arrived on early access. And, I, you know, I remember thinking it was okay. But I feel yeah. like they've probably done a lot of work on it to make it so Oh, there's yeah. a lot of work on it. I, I actually remembered you getting this because I remember him mentioning that trees fell over. Okay. You sure that was this game, not the forest? Yeah, it was, de- it was definitely this game. You sure it wasn't the forest? Yeah. Or Savage no, Lands? No. I've played no, a lot of these games. Game. So, okay. <laughs> Um, but uh, Duke, I urge you to play it again. Stranded yeah. Deep is uh, oh. is really good fun. I think when I was playing it, I was like, I, I'm pretty sure Duke's played this, but he should play it again because yeah. this is this is you love P- PVE, mm-hmm. you you like, like this kind of genre of game. Absolutely. Yeah, 
I think Stranded Deep is right up your alley, and I think cool. you could get addicted to it. And, and, and I, I like how deep it gets, and it hints at certain things, because, yeah. to be honest, if it didn't have, like, the gyrocopter, and, and there is a story in it, yeah, but it's all... Yeah, that's the thing. Of, I remember hearing early on that they were developing something having to do with, like, getting out. Yes, like there's there an is end, an end, there's an end to it, yeah, exactly. um, which I really like because you know Rust doesn't the, have that, obviously. Yeah, there is a story. There is there is some sort of story to it, um, but honestly, like whether whether you pick that up reading a book or you, I doubt you're going to bump into an actual person. But yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how you unlock the next story. I have no idea what it's like, but I know there's an ending to the game. There's an achievement for the game ending. This is on Game Pass. Mark Roop asked in the chat, um, and that's how I downloaded it. So it's available on Xbox Game Pass, and I really, really love Stranded Deep. I think it's great. So I'll, I'll report back next week on, on how far I've got and how, how, how the longevity... That I'm, that's what I'm curious like where the fall-off point is, and the fact yeah, that it's sure. got an end game right. makes me feel like maybe I'm going to hold on to this one a little bit longer than the other games, you know, yeah. but because like like you say Duke, rust and stuff you're just like well what am i doing you know what i mean right, what am right, i doing right but i really want to get to another island i really want to sort yeah. of see if right. i can unlock a story and i don't feel like I that would be hard something. for rust to add in like for those who want it at least just give the pve servers the option to build in some stuff having to do with like some kind of progression like yeah and yeah state I, I, as soon as I heard that, like this was just a single-player survival game, no multiplayer, no sort of microtransactions, no faff. It was just a, a straightforward survival. You're on a desert island, which is so simple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're yeah, on totally. a desert island. You've got to survive. There's a bit of a story. Right. Get on with it. And I'm yeah. like, why? There are enough that like they've they've complicated it with MMOs and early access, and we'll 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 add it in later. And and I know I'm coming late to this party, but I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like this is exactly what I wanted out of this kind of game. So, yeah. um, no, I'm really satisfied with it. Stranded Deep, Xbox Game Pass. Check it out if you kind of like the sound of it. Cool. I think it's good. Yeah. There you go. All right. Look. Stu, you're up. Uh, yes, I I played another demo uh, just today, actually. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, yes, I did. Um, Shadow of the Kingdom got a free... Got a free game trial at the moment. Oh, yeah. It does. It does. So I was like, you know what? I haven't played this game, so oh, I have. I, I, you have. I know. I remember you playing now. I thought I'll give it a whirl. Why not? Give it a whirl. Uh, and also, lose? it's a good game to test out my rig because yeah, this yeah. this thing can push your rig. So I've, not, I've sadly it's not a good game, but you carry on. Yeah, I was going to say. Push what's it. interesting is I set everything to ultra. Oh yeah, everything's on ultra, and I also set ray tracing. This is the first game I've ever put like the ray tracing on. Wouldn't hold your breath. Uh, on medium, so I put it on medium ray tracing, uh, and it was fine. Solid fifty frames a second, so it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. So everything look and and it is a gorgeous. I mean, this game looks gorgeous. You know the environments, the rocks, the people, the animations, the lighting. It's it's a very pretty game. It's a very pretty game. So. The game starts, right? And the first thought I had, this is the funniest thing, first thought I had was, have I actually already played this? <laughs> nice. So, that, that was the had first you? thought I had, right? And then I played a bit more, and I'm thinking, I don't feel like I've played it, but then I feel like I have. 
So I played a bit more, and I was like, oh, no, I don't recognize that. So do you mean because it's so similar to the other two? Yeah, because it's just like the other two. I was like, I genuinely, for one second, had to think whether I actually had played this at some point in time or not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, have I played this? Well, have I played this? I don't know. Um, But it works pretty well. The only only actual complaint I've got is what I've now got bloody... um, thumbstick drift on my xbox 360 you know what mine is starting to do that too from all the rocket league it's frustrating i know and i'm just like oh my god and especially in a game like this where you know where you're creeping around and then she suddenly just pops out of the undergrowth in front of everyone i'm like shit (laughs) so it's not ideal uh but but other than that the actual game it's fine i mean it's just more tomb raider isn't it really it's, it is, but the st- it's it's it just gets a bit ludicrous, really. It gets yeah. really silly, and it's a bit stupid. I mean, you know, the very first thing they do is set a trap on one particular stone, which you mentioned about. Oh my god! It's so it's like, why why would you just stand on that particular stone? Yeah, and it's not even in front of the steps or anything. No, but like, no, they set a trap for it to step on it's a, a trap. stone, and. Yeah. The trap is to blow it up. And I was like, well, why don't you just blow it up? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then a bit later on, and it's not that much later, they, they reference it and go, uh, yeah, someone set a trap off. We need to find out if that's Lara Croft or not. And it, I don't know. It's, it, it so is it a bit weird. setting her up for yeah. more than just her own destruction. And it's, it's definitely so cliched. You know, there's like, you, you go in this tomb, there's a dagger in her stand. She does the classic Indiana Jones, like, Hesitate, should I take it? Should I not take it? Takes it. Oh no, everything's like blowing up, shit, oh, stuff's no. falling down. Ah, run away, run away. You know, and it's very, very cliched Indiana Jones type stuff. But I don't know what to say. It's fine. Would I buy it? Probably not. No. I enjoyed the hour or so that I played of it, but, you know, Last of Us 2's coming out in about three weeks, two yeah. weeks. I need to play Last of Us 1. I know, I know, yeah. I, pl- I have played it. I'm just saying, I just want to play it again. So yeah, it's it's all right, and it. I mean, the best thing about it, like I say, is it it does look very pretty. But you know, and it, it does show that my new PC can run pretty much anything on ultra settings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, you did put ray tracing on hard, but never mind. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, it, it may run. It can't run anything, can it? Uh, I haven't sure, tried it. You're damn now. Look, I didn't bloody try it. All right. Uh, but it doesn't. I'm watching a comparison here. It doesn't look that much different, to be fair. Mm. So there you go. Um, yeah, and that's it for me. Okay. So, well, my next game is called Bright Memory. Ooh. And like this is mostly made by one person. Uh, Studio Fyqd is the name of the company, and. It's published by Playism, which is this like sort of conglomeration of indie groups. And I have mixed feelings about this game. I wish I could give oh, it... Is this a hack and slash thing? It's a shooter that also has hack and slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played this. I quite like this. It's good. Yeah. it's it, Some things about it are really great. The guns feel good. The parkour elements are generally solid, although they're not as fluid as they should be, and that's my biggest complaint. We'll get to that. Um, the combat's pretty satisfying. It's It takes some work to kill the boss at the end. Um, the, the, the biggest problem I have is that 
These aerial, parkour, super slick, acrobatic combat games depend on fluidity and comprehensibility. It should be clear right away what's going to happen and what you need to do. And that's why Assassin's Creed works so well, right? That's why Far Cry works pretty well when you have to do those things. Yeah. This game, some of the stuff isn't very fluid. So, for instance, you have like an EMP that hovers your enemies in the air which is a pretty cool thing to have right because then you can hit them with the sword blade attack but it takes like a full second for it to warm up you put your hand up and that that delay is frustrating to me when i was playing yeah because it solves the fluidity doesn't it it really does and it doesn't seem like it would you know, and again, if this is just one person, like he's doing the work of a whole AAA studio, basically. So, I, you know, I'm not mad necessarily. I'm just saying, in terms of what I thought, I feel like that delay is really meaningless, and it should just, you know, move you. You know, it it would. It's a fast game. You want to be able to move quickly, and you yeah. can, you know, blink dodge out of the way of the enemies, which is really nice. And if you're reloading when you do that, you don't stop reloading, which is good because in Call of Duty, if you duck down behind something while you're reloading, you have to start reloading all over again, which is really annoying. But anyway, I digress. There's lots of different abilities. Um, it's kind of a busy HUD. Like there's a lot of stuff on the screen all the time, which is kind of frustrating. But whatever, it's not that big a deal. Um, the nicest thing about it is because I bought the early access, like episode one, that's what all this yep. was. I have access. I will now get the full game on release. Yeah. Which is the same for me. What's quite interesting. This was seen more of a demo yep. of what's to come rather than the full game. Yep. So, I mean, the, those things that you, you, you're not happy with will probably get fixed. I assume. We'll see. I hope so. I hope, I, cause yeah. I'm not seeing a lot of other people making those same complaints. All the reviews on steam, not a lot of them, but uh are you know just glowing positive it's so yeah, sweet, it's so sweet. It. yeah and i mean there's a lot to love don't get me wrong like i said i did have fun playing it i just hope that they do fix those little problems um there's a lot of first person narration so at one point you know she's uh in a tunnel and there's a light up ahead or something and as you get closer to it she says the light is growing more and more intense it's like why are you saying that i can see it uh things like that are kind of silly it wants to be vanquish in a way but it's not quite as fluid and fun but nevertheless i i don't want to again i don't want to give the wrong impression it's very well made it's a solid it's a solid little game it's a solid little game i'm glad i paid seven bucks or whatever for it i will play the full game when it comes out um yeah it's it's well worth a look and again you know if you want to invest in this developer and get the game when it's out uh check it out bright memory yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Teeny, give it a whirl. It's ten dollars on Steam. Uh, worth a look. Uh, nah, nah. Mm. <laughs> I'll like if it's an episodic thing, I'll wait. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's you again, Shinny. Uh, and there's nothing else from me. Oh my god, that's you uh, again. Warzone, of Call, Call of Duty, uh, Warzone. I still right. play that. Yeah, still love it. Still think Call it's Duty. great. They Team changed Deathmatch. one thing though on Warzone. Oh my god, uh, what's that? They changed, so you know, you know, in these games, PUBG and whatnot, the very, very last circle, and then yeah. it just, it just closes completely to the last point, right? Yeah. But what happens now is the circle stays. So the final size, it's, it's a decent size, the final size circle, but instead of shrinking to nothing, 
it moves. The circle moves Ooh, like a spotlight, I suppose. Okay, okay. So that forces people not to camp. So if if it's if it's in a house, for example, right, then they have to get out of the house because the yeah. circle's moving. It's not right, closing. Right. So I thought sure. that was a really really clever yeah. way to end because you're not ending on a well. Let's just because sometimes what happens you just get is, lucky that you're in the center yeah there's that but there's also like i saw a game where i mean i died i was like fourth or fifth or something and so i watched the end and the the team was above ground and the other team was below ground mm. and they couldn't do anything so right, right. if the if if the circle moves mm. then they can still do stuff until That's they start seeing each other again right, right, so right. i thought that was a really really clever yeah. way and 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 that sums out sums up warzone for me is just right. they've taken a formula that we all know we yeah. all thought was kind of done apex right. came along and absolutely nailed it yeah and then i was like that's it it's done no one else is going to do battle royale and i was like call of duty whatever and they just god they've they've hit the masses with it it's so good they just improved it so much and they just keep tweaking it here and there Uh, honestly when i heard like there there was little missions you know these missions like that you can do in the game um that you can collect like little things where it's like basically capture the flag or Mm. there's one called scavenger where you you unlock it and then there's different loot boxes that you have to kind of get on the way and they're all kind of close but you have to they they unlock one by one They are essential to. They're a massive strategy because they give you so much money early on. So everybody goes for them really early on. But now the the if you if you get uh, recon, which is like capture the flag, you see the next circle. Interesting. Um, if you do it, and it's just loads of little tweaks that make it so yeah. cool. That reminds me uh, of Battlefield Two: Modern yeah. Combat. Had every like five minutes, eh, not five minutes, but every three minutes or so on the server there would be one spot where it was like an airstrike and you would have everybody in the game racing toward that spot and like lots of firefights to get control of that airstrike. Yeah. So I think that's a really good thing to have in these types of games. No, it's, it's great. Well, Call of Duty was on. I still play that quite a lot. So when I say, you know, you know, when every last three, four weeks I've been saying, oh, I've been playing nothing. I, right. I have been playing. Well, yeah, on. it's like me. I don't talk yeah. about Rocket League and Call yeah, of Duty. But, um, I'm playing them. I just thought that change was so clever. I was like, oh, man, it's so smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. It's a great game. Love it. Agreed. Stu, oh, what do you got? Uh, just one more game, uh, which was another demo. It's a demo. I've played all week is demos. Yeah. Uh, which is the opposite. The opposite of the case book of Arkady Smith. Okay. Because this actually was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Fury Unleashed. Fury Unleashed. Fury Unleashed. So kind of think, con- yeah, Contra, you know, those types of side-scrolling shoot-em-ups. Okay. Yeah. But this one's kind of, the hook is it's kind of like a platformer side-scrolling shoot-em-up, which is also roguelike and hard as nails. Okay. Mm. So that's kind of, it's kind of a combo of a lot of different types of games. Why uh, not? So it's very, I've got to say, it's tight. It's tight. 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 Uh, so you've got a double jump. You've got a, like a dash. Uh, you've got cool weapons. Uh, it, it's a bit of a geometry wars. So it's like a twin stick almost. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you use the, obviously your left stick to move around and the right stick to aim and shoot your weapon. I see. So when you when you aim at something, it automatically shoots. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's pretty good. So you get weapon upgrades. You get what's kind of cool is you you amass this stuff called ink, 
is you're playing every time you kill somebody, you get ink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tattoos. You get, tattoos. Yeah. You get ink. Yeah. You get ink, man. Uh, and when you die, you can then use the ink to upgrade for your next try to go through. Oh, like Rogue Legacy. Yeah. So it's a bit like it is a bit like Rogue Legacy. Uh, then you get loot crates. So as you as you sort of going along, you'll come across crates, and they always have something cool inside them. Uh, you can get weapon upgrades. You can get armor. You can get like helmets. I really liked it. It was very frantic, lots of fun, very gruesome. You know, everyone, like, everything blows up or, like, gets decapitated or dismembered in a very satisfying way. Uh, and then you've also got a melee weapon, which is like a katana thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it's pretty good. I mean, it's a real combo of stuff. Like I say, there's lots of rotating cogs and wheels and shit that will automatically kill you. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I liked it. It's definitely worth a go. If, you, if you've if you got a... I think I'm assuming it's on everything, uh, but I played this on the PS4, but the, give the demo a go because I think, you know, if you're into this sort of game, you know, these rock-hard rogue-type games, I think this will be up most people's street. Fury Unleashed. Fury yeah, it's very polished. It's very, Did you very buy it, Stu, though? I don't know. I was actually... When, I, when I'd finished the down, I got to the end of the demo. I was quite impressed. So... It's, it's a so no. There's fat... What's also cool is when you've unlocked areas, when you die, you can fast travel to places you've already been before. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. I like, I really liked it. I've always pretty cool. But not I enough may- to buy it. I don't know. I may do. I may do. I'm not okay. I'm not committing because I've got other stuff to play. Yeah. Uh, but you never know. I might never just know. actually buy this. I liked it. Cool. And I think there is a co-op as well. So I think you can play with two people. Could be wrong, so don't quote me on that, but I might be no, right. I'm quoting you. Yeah, quote me on it. Uh, but it's good. It's pretty good. That's it for me, though, this week. I've not played anything else. So Word. back to you, Duke. Yeah, I played one more game. It's a game that... <laughs> it's not the type of game I usually play. Not the type of game any of us usually play. It's called Shop Titans. And it's it's a mobile game. It's very, what? very different from Bright Memory. Because I finished Bright Memory, and I was like, all right, I got something to talk about on the show that's not just Fallout and Call of Duty Rocket League. Uh... But it's it. There are other games like this. There's a game called Reseteer, and there was some other game. I don't remember what it was, but there's a game that was like this that I played elsewhere before. Uh, you know, Riverwood Trader in Skyrim. You go through Riverwood early on. Guy needs you to get his golden claw back, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember that mission because it was the first one. Yeah, this is you are the one running the store, and the gotcha. heroes come through. And they're looking for armor and swords and stuff. And they say, I'm going to go, you know, fight these goblins in the forest. And you're like, all right, I'll bankroll that mission and bring me back some, you know, special wood or whatever. And, you know, you can lay out the store. You can, uh, you know, you you craft the weapon. You're not actually crafting things. You sign, you give an assignment to the person in the village, basically. But it's, it's as if you're crafting it. And, you know, you, you get to choose where you're, counter is and you get to buy rugs and choose the walls and stuff now you have a few options early in the game you're making money and you can buy you know a sign to put out front or a welcome mat right but of course and 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 the early parts of the game are of course like everything is you know victory music and you you know you made a dagger like yeah you made a dagger you're getting all this cash. 
trash and you, you know this and that and hooray here yeah. we go here and we it, go it wears off and then it's like you need only 10 more gems to get this thing and it's oh, like 399 and you get 500 gems so you know look here's the thing one of the reviews on steam said this is a pathetic cash grab you know what Every video game ever made is a cash grab, except Tetris, because that was made by a communist. Uh, They're all cash grabs. Which is why it's the best game ever made. Yeah, exactly. It is the best game ever made. But, uh, I mean, look, this is obvious. I know what he meant. It's a, or she, uh, or they. It's a blatant attempt to hook you, and then, you know, you can only progress to a certain point, and then, you know, like, for instance, one of the things you can have, and it's actually pretty cool, because there are, again, there's some depth to it, okay? So, when people come into your store, if it's bare bones, it's just the merchandise, they'll come in, they'll say, I want to buy a sword, you sell them the sword, that's it. But, if you have a lot of energy, the little red lightning bolt is the energy in your store... If you have a lot of that, you can upsell. You can put a surcharge on it, nice. and you can charge them more. You get more money. Want fries with that, motherfucker? Yeah, exactly. And the way you get energy is by having decorations in your store. So I put a bookshelf in, got a comfy armchair, a couple of lamps, you know, things like that. Chill out. Chill yeah, out. hang out, dude. Chill so out. when the customers come in, they'll, like, look at the bookshelf, and then suddenly, bing, you get some, you know, energy. You gotta put your feet upon the sofa while I make you a sword. Yeah. Sit down. Right. Sit down, man. Chill. Yeah. Chill. But there's yeah. this there's an astronomer's globe that looks really cool. But it's like three hundred gems. And I've been wow. playing it for like three hours. I've got one hundred gems. I am never getting that goddamn globe. No. So let me ask you a question, Drew. I'm, yes. I'm looking at it now. When yes. do you get a roof? Uh, you don't need a roof because you because want to be able to honest, see into the place. Stuff, all your shit's going to get wet. That sofa's going to be soppy. It never rains and you never close. You just uh, Night comes and you're open at night and then the day comes and you're open in the day. You don't you have, have to no sleep. Roof. You don't have to eat. You don't have oh, to poop. It's, the weirdest it's shop very ever. unrealistic, yes. But it's fun. Like It's, it's, it's fun well, because it's, in, it's iterative and the learning is interactive and uh, the, when you first start it, it's pretty overwhelming because it's like, send me on a quest, open this chest, check out that legendary blueprint. Blah, 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 blah. So it's like, ah, give me a break. Like, I mean, but when, after you get over the learning curve, it, it, you know, it's not very hard, especially because it leads you through it, you know, and there's no guessing and there's no, you know, it doesn't feel like you're being interrupted. It just feels like it's being put on pause. Come over here. Let me show you how to make this bow. All right, we're good. And then once you figure out how to work with the wood merchant and when the, the iron, you know, blacksmith shows up, you know the basic rigmarole. It's like, okay, yes, I will get some iron for you and then you can use it to make swords and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, you have these little uh, mannequins that you can put your armor on to display them. Once you sell the armor off of one mannequin, the you can make extra and have it in your storage it just comes right out of your storage and hops onto the mannequin you don't have to futz around going, let me get it from storage and put it on the mannequin so it's it you know i just think it does a lot of things really well the aesthetics are really good who knows how much gameplay i'll actually get out of it because i'm getting to the point like i said where all the cool stuff is behind the gems paywall and maybe i can grind it for 100 million hours but it's designed to get my money let's not kid ourselves uh, so maybe next week I'll be like, eh, I hit the I hit the plateau, I hit the wall. I hit the wall. <laughs> but for now, I'm really loving it. And the other nice thing is, this is this relates to Fallout. It, 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 when I'm playing Fallout Four, I can start a quest 
and then, you know, kill a few ghouls on the quest. And then, oh, my delivery food's here. Pause, hit save, quit out. I'm done, right? But in mm. Wastelanders, I was in the middle of a quest and the, the delivery food came. So I quit out of it. You know, you can't save, but I quit out of the game, ate food the next day, started the game up, went back in, and it started me all the way back at the beginning of the quest. And I was like, come on, dude. So one of the nice things about Shop Titans is you can play it for five minutes and like sell a few things, craft some stuff, send your adventurers on a quest, and then go away. Like it's really easy to dip in and dip out. So I'll be I'll be honest, it looks like you're playing Timmy and Tommy from Animal Crossing. You are kind of doing what the you know villagers in town in Stardew Valley do, which is sell stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah, a it very weird, simple play loop, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm got you know, it's a free to play game. I've gotten my money's worth, no doubt. Yeah, free well until you, well, unless you want to buy some globe or something. Well, that's that's the other thing. I was thinking about this too. Look, it would cost me five dollars to get like five hundred gems or something. I've gotten a good few hours of gameplay out of this game. Is it yeah. out of the question that I would say to the developer, you know what? Good on you. Here's some money. Give me my gems. No. No, it's not. Now, some cash. On the other hand, that's very easy to open the door then to say, I'll just give you another five. <laughs> just yeah, like a nice shop. And the other thing is more likely to give you money. People that have already given you money. Yeah, exactly. So the other thing is, oh my God, I've spent $500 on gems. There's this guild. That it's like, oh, you can help people out and your guild and all this. But you can tell these people started the game and played it for like 20 minutes because their shops are garbage and there's no aesthetic, anything in their thing. It just looks stupid. And then it was like, this person needs your help in their shop. And I went and clicked on it and it goes, this person doesn't have the latest update. And I'm like, don't tell me that. I don't care. So, I, you know, they're trying to do the thing like with Farmville and every mobile game like this. It's like, oh, go to the next town. Be with your friends. Well, first of all, I don't have any friends. Uh, I mean, I do, <laughs> but they don't play this game. So if anybody wants to play Shop Titans and we can make a guild together, why not? It's free. Somebody yeah. will. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, somebody Holler will. at your boy. Shop Titans. It's fun. Right. Is that it? We're going to do some Discord stuff. Yeah. Discord. 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 That's what it says in the Discord. He's not hesitant. He's like, Maybe it's the castle. Maybe he was dictating. Oh, shut up. FNK says, anybody up for Minecraft Dungeons? No. Uh... I don't know. Oh, I'm curious, I've heard but it's all right. It's I not really that. Minecraft, is it? No, it's it's uh, it's Diablo. Right. So I don't I can, like Diablo. I play but Diablo it's good for people that it's it's good for like it's 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 like Diablo for kids, and it's like five hours long, which sounds all right to me. It sounds like Torchlight. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. That sounds all right. Uh, um, can you hazard a guess at how much you spend per year? Uh, on games pre and post Game Pass, says Dan Fletcher. Two five nine. Well, that, say... doesn't, that doesn't apply to either myself or Duke. I don't suppose. What? Why? Well, neither of us have Game Pass. But how much do you spend on per year on games? We can we can answer that one, but we can't. I would say myself probably about a hundred hundred fifty dollars a year. 
Now that doesn't count hardware. If we're going to talk hardware, that's a different matter. I'm probably worse than that, you know. I reckon I'm probably getting on for two to two hundred and fifty quid a year, I guess, without really checking. You know, because I buy, I buy next year. We things. next year we should each all keep track of like every penny yeah. I spend Maybe on we should. We that should would be interesting because I have no idea. Because you buy stuff on sale all the time, don't yep. you? And they, you know, mm. there might be only a fiver here and three quid there and two quid I here. If my bank website but it could adds tell me. up, doesn't it? It all adds up. Because yeah. so, so I'm, I'm only on Steam. I wonder if I can go to my bank website and say, show me all the money I spent on Valve last year. It wouldn't be everything because I also sometimes buy from EA and that. But I'd be curious to know how much money I gave Valve in 2019. Let me see if I can find it. Um, uh, got to put my bank rent. details in it's here. Uh, my password is bank password 223. Sorry, go on. You shouldn't joke about that, dude. We, we know about you giving your <laughs> password away to people. Wait, someone needs help in a Rocket League tournament? I'm there. Yeah, exactly. He's the man. Uh, it's probably around 200, 250 like you, Stu. Yeah, I don't spend be. that much. Like, Mine's with, probably with, more, to be honest. But with if Game I really Pass, added... how much is Game Pass a year? Eight quid a month. Uh, I don't know. Eight times 12 years. What's that? 96? Yeah, about 100 pounds, isn't it? Thereabouts. About 100 quid. Yeah, so probably about 300 quid a year, which is, yeah. I don't know, for like something that I love doing. Yeah, I'm it's with you. It's not too bad. It's not too yeah. bad. Well, while Duke is finding out how much uh, his bank has been hacked, um, exactly. Do, 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 do. JB says, "When was the last time you genuinely almost died from laughter watching a film, TV show, or playing a game, or even watching an old lady in the street stepping dog turd, get angry with it, and hit said dog turd with a handbag?" When or what? So, when was the last time you pissed yourself? That's a laughing? very specific question. I can't remember the last time it happened, but I do remember the time when I laughed the hardest at an entertainment spectacle. It was on The Simpsons, and for some reason, when Lisa, when Mr. Burns loses all his money and he's trying to help Lisa at the old folks' home with the recycling, he goes, Come on, pick up the paste, you tired old ninnies. And Lisa says, Mr. Burns, if you want people to help you, you can't badger them. You have to encourage them. And he goes, oh, capital idea. All right, listen up, people. If you make this week's quota, I'll take you to the most duck-filled pond you ever sat by. And that's funny by itself. But then everyone starts working real fast, and Abe Simpson goes, hot diggity, that's how they got me to vote for Lyndon LaRouche. And that just made me lose it. Because it made me think also of Dave Barry, who once said, where you have a brain, Mr. LaRouche has a whack-a-mole game. Lyndon LaRouche is a freaking nutcase. Yeah, we have no idea. That's okay. You can look him up. He's a nutcase. No idea. Um, Probably the last time I cried laughing was... uh, I don't know. We watched Dave Chappelle recently. Yeah. I almost lose it when I watch him. Um, he can be very funny. But vi- vi- say again. He can be very funny. Yeah, I love him. I love yeah. him. I love the man. Um, the tribute on Netflix to him that when he won the Mark Twain Awards, that was a really good show. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yes. Uh, all I started from laughter from video games was Halo Three, playing Rocket Races. That's the story that I always say. Uh, some of the most fun I've had. Um. TV show, I don't know. I, 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 I did laugh a lot today. I, I watched the thick of it a lot. Uh, I've watched them all over and over again. And I'm probably on my fourth watch through of the thick of it. And um, there's there's a line. 
It's, it's, it's not even that funny. It's not even funny. But there's a guy That's called the, I James. think the things that make us laugh the hardest are not yeah. always translatable. No. People won't hear them so, and go, ah, that is hilarious. Basically, the gist of it is they've got this idiot politician, uh, well, uh, like, uh, yeah, minister, like acting minister. He's, he's not. He's just covering for another minister called Ben Swain, and he's an idiot. And he goes on Paxman, Jeremy Paxman, which is this nighttime television question show do and jeremy paxton is known to be a bit of a hard ass with his questions jeremy he's, he's yeah. difficult right so anyway ben swang goes on to this show and he blinks he does this weird blinking thing and everybody who's watching it at, on different scenes are like what's what the fuck is he doing why is he blinking what's his fuck what the fuck's wrong with him all this and he bottles he basically just bottles it and everything and just fucks it all up anyway um just before he goes on this guy called uh jamie says uh, all right, um, let's let's put you on Paxman. Let's put you on Paxman. He's like, no, I've got it, I've got it. And he says, I'll be Paxman, you be Ben Swain. He goes, all right. And he goes, so what's your stance on these immigration things? Where's the funding gone? Where's well, where's it? And then he just goes, answer the fucking question, you stupid fat fuck. Right? And it was like, <laughs> well, he wouldn't ask that, would he? And he and, it, and it, I just died when he asked that. And I, I I don't know why. It's not like it's not funny as I say it now, but it's just. So good. It's a great show. It's written by the same guy who wrote Alan Partridge, by the way. So it's, it's, all, it's all good. I love it. Love it. All right. I have there an update. Go. go on. Last year, the amount of money I spent on video games. Oh. More, than, more than 300? $415. Oh, geez. Well, mine's way worse than Holy that. Holy crap. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, all those little ones add up, man. I'm telling you. I guess you. so. 25. What did <sighs> I buy from Green Man Gaming for 55 yeah, bucks? Everything seems like a bargain until you add it all together. I guess. Um, wow. Yeah, funniest, funniest thing I've seen recently was on a. You're going to groan now, Chinny. I know you are. Uh, but the funniest Gavin thing I've seen. Gavin and Stacey. No, no, no. The funniest thing I've seen recently that made me laugh and I was actually crying. Uh, was on Britain's Got Talent. Okay. And there was and there was a dude. I don't on... have a big beef with Britain's Got Talent. No, but there was a dude on who I can't remember where he came from. He came from like Amsterdam or Sweden or somewhere. Uh, and it was that like it, it was a bit of a Tommy Cooper magic act. Right. Okay. And it was just hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I have seen like since I can remember. And he, he and he was brilliant because he he did the whole Tommy Cooper thing. He did all these really stupid magic tricks that were obviously just crap, but funny because obviously the audience was in on what he was doing, but the person he was doing it with wasn't. Okay. You know, so everyone knew what he was doing, but obviously the person he was doing not. Uh, but finished with a proper trick. You know, so so did a really cool magic trick at the end where he were like, "Well, how the hell did he do that?" So it was just yeah. good. He was just very very, and he was he was on like one of those hoverboards with fog at the bottom you know on the stage and somebody was spinning around on this hoverboard and just doing just doing stupid stuff with birds it nice. was it was it was just very very funny just completely yeah. zany bit monty python-esque you know a bit like just crazy off the wall made no sense but was just genuinely funny so there you go that's what cool. i've seen uh what else we got anything else in the discord uh yeah sorry i forgot what we was reading the discord uh, uh yeah uh ms ranger 999 says evening boys evening 
Evening more. Um, I just finished God of War. It's taken me two years playing it on and off. I rarely finish games, so please don't be alarmed. Anyhow, I've just also um, just finished watching the making of God of War. So my question is this. Do you ever watch these types of documentaries? And if so, what have you seen and what would you recommend to others? I remember... Once a, sorry, was there more to the uh, comment? Yeah, I love God of War 1, so I'm recommending it to you. Um, if you've also finished it, keep up the good work and stay safe. I think the worst yeah. thing you can do if you're doing a making of documentary is take yourself too seriously. I remember there was one about Skyrim, which was, you know, interesting. I think the ones that I love the most are the games that I love the most. But it took itself so seriously, and it just spent so much time with, like, we wanted to make the experience really special for the players and blah, blah, blah. shut up. Um, the making of Mist was included on the DVD or the, the CD that you got when you bought Mist way back in the day. And I remember, you know, I loved the game, but once I finished it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to play the game over and over again because it's a puzzle game. I've solved the puzzles. Game over. But I watched that making of documentary over and over because it was an entertaining documentary and it gave me the feel of like being back in the game and feeling that mystery. So I think that was a really good one. I don't know if it would stand up now because it's low res and everything, but making of mist was a really good one. Uh, every God of War has a making of, by the way. Um, huh, never knew that. Yeah. So on the disc, uh, well, I played the God of War truly, but every one of them had a so it's a tradition to make a behind the scenes of God of War and um, yeah so they've all got one and they're all very very interesting so I'd recommend those I um, I know there's was that broken uh, what was that game by Double Fine uh, uh, oh the one that's like two get like two parts yeah but is it um, Army of Two not the cave is it the cave Br- Brutal Legend no. No. Brutal Legend. No, oh, no, Brutal it's not. Land. no. Then no, no, Fandango, no, 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 no. Costume no. Quest. It's Bro- Broken Age. Bro- Broken Age. Broken, Broken Age. Age. So yeah, I it's know, in two parts. I it? haven't seen it, but I know that has very, very good um, behind-the-scenes stuff. And the people that make that are called Two Player Games, I think. It's a production company, and they specialize in behind-the-scenes of video games. So I'd recommend that stuff. Um uh, oh, you see, not so much one. a documentary, but the well, not a making of, but video game related. King of Kong is great if you if you don't happen to have seen. Yeah, that. I, yeah, that one's okay. I, extra Extra Life. That's not. Is it? Was the documentary where it follows the um, Res and uh, Oh, the Wars wasn't that was on Steam, wasn't it? It was on uh, Netflix as well at some yeah. point. I'm sure it was called Extra, called Extra Lives or something like that. Uh, video Game Wipe's pretty good. That was quite good. Yeah, yeah, that's not behind really the scenes, though. I think that's really what he's trying to get at. So, video Game Related. I, I love behind the scenes stuff. I, I think it's so interesting. Star Wars, you know, the recent Star Wars game, um, yeah. that has a behind the scenes as well. And the reason why is God of War related, because the man who made that also made God of War 3. And he uh, likes having behind the scenes. So the, the Star Wars, and what's really interesting, you get to watch the guy. You know these E3 demos where you see the gameplay and somebody's playing through it, but it's not live. It's pre-recorded, but yeah. somebody's playing through it. Right. And they're that doing a very good them, job, amazingly. Yeah, that took them five like hours to do or something like that. It took them forever to do wow. that. 
um, to get the perfect playthrough. No cock-ups, no glitches, no bugs, no clipping, nothing. Um, so it's it's quite interesting. Um, but I, uh, in terms of um, to venture into movies as well, I, I think the so the, the the weird thing so so Disney have ruined Star Wars and stuff, and you could argue that Star Wars was fucked anyway. But the one of the most fascinating behind the scenes uh, uh, sort of documentaries is episode one, two, and three, because they film everything for those films. And of course, they were really, really bad. And um, it's really interesting to watch them because everybody basically bums George Lucas and will do anything he says. Yep. He's surrounded by yes men yep. constantly. That's why he got away with Jar Jar Binks. That's why he got away. And they talk about Jar Jar. It's like Jar Jar's yeah. the key to this. He's yeah. the he's the central point like, of the yeah, whole film. And then by episode three, he's basically dead. Yeah. Um, Poochie's really dead. Poochie's from another also, planet, I guess. The, the movies weren't great, but the Hobbit behind the scenes is really, really cool. Mm. Um, I like those, and the Lord uh, of the Rings. The, Ma- the Matrix, by the way, is a great Matrix, yeah, making yeah. of documentary. It is a good one. Um, and there's a commentary but, track. I may have said this before. Says, Sorry, there's a commentary track on the Matrix one, two, and three uh, from Cornell West and Ken Wilber, and it's just fascinating because they're both philosophers and like re- philosoph- uh, professors of religion, so they really have a lot of interesting stuff to say about all. Of I don't, so I'm, I'm more interested in the mechanics of how it's made. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. Like that where he where he's on the helicopter, it's just one giant soundstage with yeah. a huge painted well, yeah. screen. I mean, it's just most brilliant. Of it, that's most, most of it is, movies is. these days, isn't yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I watched, yeah, but he, the, but he uh, just look when you realise it afterwards, you like it just you can't believe that's just a painting. I, I haven't <laughs> seen the new uh Terminator film Dark Face, you know, the new one. But yeah. basically they CGI uh, if you go on Netflix, there is a series on, I can't remember what it's called, The Movies We Made or something like that. It's the called. Movies That Made Us. And it, it, it does um, uh, Home yeah, Alone. It's, it's the uh, same. There's, there's one for, I'm trying to think Ghostbusters. Now. There's one for Dirty Dancing. Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's, the same, it's, it's, it's the same just people. brilliant. They're all brilliant. It's the same people the, who the, made the toys the, that made us. The, yeah. the, uh, the, term, the, Terminator, the recent Terminator film is unbelievable. Um, in terms of special effects, is it good? No, I don't think it is. But oh, no, it's not that I've seen it. It's not okay. like but but they recreate Sarah Connor and John Connor, and it's a full CGI, yeah, CGI. Yeah, yeah, you boy, tell. right? You and tell. it looks exactly like yeah, yeah, the boy. Yeah, you can do amazing things with computers now. It's it's unbelievable, and a, there's a big fight in a factory, and it's all basically just a fake. They 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 don't even bother putting a fake person in anymore. Like I think for the boy, there was a placeholder person boy there who was just doing the actions and stuff for reference. Yeah, yeah. But it's more for the other actors rather than so they can act to something, rather than. It is um, incredible. You would not know it wasn't it's him. It's just unreal. But yeah, like, yeah, the, the Hobbit is really interesting documentary because, and the Lord of the Rings one because of this, they, they go through all the wreckies and stuff that they have to do. So obviously they get in on about four or five helicopters and they basically have to move four foot, football field sized sites around New Zealand. And then in the Hobbit, they go into how they log and track and store all the kit which i thought was really really interesting and how the set is designed more bright you know, because... one, of, one of the most interesting things i found with the lord of the rings making of was just how they make the dwarves look small oh yeah the perception yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the perspective stuff yeah, it's, yeah. it's just incredibly funny and it's just like Crazy. it's so simple yeah but, but it's, it's, so not, it's, it's, it's not it's not no, no, but it, 
like on the face of it, when they say how they do it, it seems really simple, but super, super effective. But like the that they have to make these special like tables and uh, just to scale it all yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The scene yeah, where crazy. Gandalf walks into the Hobbit's house for the first time, hits his head on the lamp. That's all in a blue studio, I think, and uh, just unbelievable. The amount. Yeah, of yeah it's very, very clever. Very interesting. But video games ones, yeah. The Star Wars one. Uh, all the God of Wars have one. Uh, the name of the film is called Indie Game the Movie. Thank you, yeah, Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Antonio uh, put it in the chat. It's really, me? really good. Um, I'm trying to think of other game ones. I'm, I'm not too sure. The Witcher's got a couple that that's all right. And and I, I think it's, uh, it's an Irish fellow. He used to work for Game Informer, and he, he's got a YouTube channel, and he, he talks to the Witcher developers, and basically they made it by... You know the, you know the big open world in Witcher? Like, they made it bit by bit, and everybody just took a part in, like, oh, this... This this house is empty. It's got no furniture in it. I'll sprinkle some furniture in there. You know. Oh, this house doesn't have a quest on it. I'll make a little side quest on it. And it's yeah, it's called No Clip. Thank you, Antonio. Antonio is on it. Um, uh, that's a great. I'm guessing Antonio go. watches all of these. Probably, probably. But they're they're fascinating stuff. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're they're great. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll watch the George Lucas sort of episode one two and three documentaries like now and again like it's like a like i've watched them before like it's it, they're so interesting to watch like to watch a film just go down and speaking um, of things like that uh if anybody loves spinal tap but hasn't listened to the dvd audio country. commentary it's them in character it's beautiful oh, it's like i at a certain point i had seen the movie so many times that i just watched it with the commentary on like once a month or something it's just so good yeah yeah. Uh, very good. Last, there's a final question, Chinny, in the Discord. Yes. Uh, so I keep forgetting that we're in the Discord. Uh, Lewis <laughs> says, "Quick question for the lads. Uh, we all know that video game movies are largely terrible, with a few exceptions. But a lot of the time, the movies made into games can be great. So my question is this: Do you agree that John Pink's is the single most greatest totally. character in any film, book, TV show? I'm joking, of course. <laughs> the real question is." Um, what TV show do you think could be made into a good game? Uh, stuff like uh, the Grandeur game, which I don't know what that is. No, I don't. Grand. Uh, which was episodic parts of the show, um, but playable anyway. That's me doing. So basically, oh, a TV show. Grand no, tour. Grand tour. Grand tour, isn't it? Yeah, that's what he's yeah. talking about. Um, so TV show that could be uh, a video game discuss Breaking Bad of course make no. sell no. that shit eh, probably no. not I mean anything <laughs> could be made into a good video game but yeah, there are some shows or movies that are more that lend themselves more effectively into games Ooh, I think I mean it? let's be real Robocop was made into a good arcade game and then it was made into yeah, a Sancho. bunch of bad console games I think it's time for a good reboot of RoboCop as a first person yeah. shooter you could do a uh, lot there's, with a, that. there's a show on Netflix at the moment called The Witcher I reckon that could make <laughs> a good game <laughs> I think, uh, can we talk about books? I think that uh, Mark Lehner's The Sugar Frosted Nutsack could be made into a good game. Brilliant. <laughs> Sugar um, Frosted Nutsack. Hmm. It would be interesting to see a Black Mirror video game. Yeah, Black Mirror would be good. You could do some interesting uh, creative stuff. Kind of, it's kind of done that already on No, the that was a stupid interactive nonsense. By the way, yeah. uh, the Kimmy Schmidt interactive show is better than Bandersnatch, in case anyone's wondering. So, 
Mm. I liked it enough. I still think that's a dumb gimmick, but I think the Kimmy Schmidt, it goes Polybius, Futurama, and then Kimmy Schmidt in terms of the best interactive movie TV things. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Could be enthusiasm. Uh, that's what, <laughs> what kind of game would that be? Yeah, It'd be like a Walking be? Dead game. Uh, okay, maybe. Uh, but like, yeah. it's just, it's just embarrassing moments. I guess. I don't know if I would want to play okay. that. That doesn't sound yeah. fun. Westworld, maybe? Could Westworld? I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but... Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Could it be but made it, into a it'd good just game? be like Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, fair You know what I mean? That's the trouble. Right. With it's robots. Cow- with yeah, robots, exactly. You're not killing people. You're killing robots. Uh... Mm. Mm. Uh, right, I think it's time for some speak pipes in a quiz, or one speak pipe in a quiz. We've we no emails this week. We don't have any emails. So... Oh, my goodness. Speak <laughs> It's the way to leave a no, message no, for us. The first one's from Hello, Derek. Hello, it's Derek Sainz again. And after hearing you talk about your Patreons again last week, I thought I'd uh, give you a few ideas for opportunities to merchandise the show. Give us some money! In. And this would have been a good time, of course, to speak to businessman Bob, but I've heard he's cashed in his millions and bought a small Caribbean island. Really? That's just a rumour. Uh, and all of these products could be emblazoned with your classic... Uh, black and white controller logo that you use on your website. Well, we have two so of those. here goes, uh, opportunity number one. Because Jamie Cartwright came in and said, I need to do it better and different and cartoony. And, and the old thing is shit. We're going to get rid of it forever. I'm just playing. Yep. I don't care. Very popular at the moment. Veteran Gamers Protective Face Masks. Oh, yeah. And possible. I'm surprised those aren't on, or maybe they are on Cafe Press. I haven't gone to that website in like 20 years. Campaign slogan. The Veteran Gamers have always got you covered. Nice. And they could be big oh, sales. I like that, I like that. Uh, second opportunity, veteran gamers sweatbands for the wrists and the head. With summer coming up, they could be big sellers. And one possible slogan, don't sweat it with the veteran gamers. Yeah, classic. And finally, opportunity number three, veteran gamers condoms. What? I thought of oh, a couple what? of uh, possible slogans for the campaign. First one, you're always ready for action with veteran gamers <laughs> condoms. Nice. Second slogan, with veteran gamers condoms, you're always ready to waggle your joystick. Ah, And that's it. Let me know what you think. Can you think of any better slogans? Uh, Can you think of any other products you might sell? And I just say, give me the money and keep on game. Yeah. Uh, Give us some money. Can I just say, the very first episode of the 035s, way back when... Was called Waggle Your Stick. Hey, oh, great minds that's think what it was called. Full the very first episode that I ever did as a Dude. as a podcast. Back See, in I the think day. I like the condoms idea. I think that you could use our slogan, our official slogan, with a slight adjustment on the condom. You write, "You're never too old." Brackets or too young. Brackets to play. There you go. Then you, you know it's yeah, it's bringing everybody Zip in. About. And, and something for the kids to wait before you know it we'll be selling <laughs> oh god this this ad brought to you by jeffrey epstein just kidding <laughs> people pedophilia is not funny juke right anyway what else could uh, we sell with our pictures on the, it just a quiz man let's do the quiz get it let's oh, we're not gonna talk about other things we could sell what about pin cushions i'm looking at a pin cushion right now like bart uh, when he's talking about his shoelaces I thought of uh, a, a slogan for the condoms. Oh, yeah, what's oh, that? God. Here we go, another one. The veteran gamers' condoms. Spunking them. 
That's pretty good. I was going to say something like, it. put it on your willy. Yeah. Put it on your dick. Put it on your dick. Don't want AIDS? Put this on your dick. What about a veteran gamer's colostomy bag and it just yeah. says shit on this? Oh, Game about, and piss oh, at the same time. It's not a colostomy bag. For the condoms again, what about when you're playing hard, use a veteran gamer's condom? Yeah. No, I, I like it. Uh, when you're playing, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Just keep it. When you're playing, when you're fucking, use Did he say making fuck? Condom. No, My so love gotta, for no, you is words. like a truck you gotta, you gotta, the kids, the kids need it, you know, like it's gonna be quick. You know, yeah. these youngins. They don't have spend, so, attention span for YouTube. It's all TikTok. Eight seconds. About, that's about, all you about, got. What about, wait, wait, wait. what about wanna fuck? Yeah. VG condom. Right. <laughs> or yeah. you could use a quote no. from Ice Cube. I don't play sex without hooking up the latex. Uh, I think it should be fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now it's time for the quiz. Oh god. It's time for the quiz. It's time for the quiz. We play the shitty sound clip when it's time for the quiz. Oh, I've got a big deck oh, now. Don't worry about the cost. Just look how big it is. <laughs> okay. Wow. Quick, someone pick a number. <laughs> Chinny, pick a number. You haven't picked a number. Uh, Come on, Chinny. Pick something older that we've not done already. But that's hard now. Welcome to the Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear, Round 29! It's quiz time, silly sausage! Hello and welcome to show 155 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 155! We're live, baby! Is Chinny there this week? Because he's not very reliable. So he could not be there, but I'm here. <laughs> Christmas Eve, Eve, everyone. Welcome to the Veteran yes, Gamers Live wow. Show. Let me take you back to Christmas 2012. It's especially interesting to listen to a Christmas show excerpt in the summer. Yeah, it is. I'm when Antonio transitions from a boy to a man. Sounds like... No, it's a fucking man. Check out the titties on that hottie. Duke describes his typical Christmas. I buy my relatives nothing. They need to buy stuff for me. Ginny uses the Christmas <laughs> holidays to justify his intentions. Well, are you going to marry Will? I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Stu gets brought down to Earth. What? What's he trying to say there? She's trying to say your wiener is small. Oh, I see. And the Queen gives her annual Christmas address whilst on her period. I am the Queen, and I think that this year you can all fuck off. Question one. We got a new Bambino in the family, so it's all about little Leo uh, this year. I got him a t-shirt that says... What? Multiple choice. Is it A, a t-shirt of Mario saying, It's a me, now clean up my wee. B, a picture of a controller, and it says future gamer or see a picture of the poo emoji and it says my dad thinks i'm a little shit b it's b isn't it yeah it is b i remember it is this b. yeah it is b. little leo oh little leo oh. <laughs> and the answer is it's got a little controller on it and it says future gamer no Question two. Which movie did Stu and Millie watch? He reckons at the end he's in the real world. <laughs> it doesn't matter which world he's in. That's I know. 
Yes, it's bloody thing, you know. Inception. Is it? Yes, it is. Because every time anybody talks about Inception, I start ranting about this. Point. Well, now listen, now she has a reason. There's a reason that she, so she came through the theme. So the reason that she believes is in the real world is because he could remember how it started. Beep. We already and said it. the answer is... We watched Inception together. <laughs> Question three. Your contract is due for renewal, right? Was due for a renewal. What phone did Chini end up getting? The uh, iPhone. Oh, yeah, I which one? Five. Yeah, five. Okay. Because you haven't had the iPhone up to that point, had you? No. I think. I think Ooh. it was. I could be wrong, but I think it was an iPhone. I went in there and I was looking at the 4S and I was like, you know, I could. Uh, and then was, my brother was with me, so I said, fine, it's very expensive, Apple, bleh, Apple, whatever, bleh. And I was like, bleh, bleh. after a bunch of debates, I said, fuck it, I'm getting an iPhone 5, so I got one. Oh, snap. You <laughs> yes, you didn't actually talk much about games in this episode, <laughs> just phones and babies and shit. <laughs> oh, I tell a lie, here's one. Question four. What actual game is Stu talking about? I don't know. So I dived in the water and it just froze, completely froze. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? So, so, oh, speak shit. So I had to reset the PS3, right? And I hadn't saved. Ooh, I think it's a PS3 game. For about 15 minutes, so that was enough. That's a bad idea. Set your auto save to like five minutes, as low as it can get. Anyway, so I jumped in and it froze. So I thought, oh, it must just be like a one off glitch thing. So I came back in like where I was, set off again, got to the same piece of water, went in the water, and guess what? Froze again. Froze again, right? So I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is going on? So I thought, better Google it, see what the hell's going on. So I put PS3 freezing water, right, on the on the Google. Came up straight away, the 1.5 update caused your, you know, system to freeze every time your head went under the water. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, uh, Skyrim. Is it? That is. Yeah, I think so. Huh. That's I could be wrong, but I think it's Skyrim. Because okay. let's be honest, most like glitchy shit is in Skyrim. Yeah, but if you if the game freezes as soon as you go under the water, that's a pretty general thing. Yeah, but there was, there was loads of issues with the PS3 version. Yes, of I know. Cause... I played it on the PS3. I'm just yeah. There was like the, if you load up too much fucking books or something in your uh, house. Well, yeah, but that's yeah. books. That's not trying to count polygons and books. Anyway, I'm gonna dissent and say I think instead it's. GTA 4, I don't know. Yeah, totally. And the answer is... I assume Duke already knows. Say it again, Duke. No. That's right. I'm wrong. Skyrim. Really? Wow. Okay. You know, between 2011 and 2020, there always seems to be at least one of you playing this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Question five. The veteran gamers have some guests on this show. Ooh. Here's the first. I'm telling you. You can say whatever you want about Shu, and he won't talk back. Go. I guess I can. You met him? What surprised you about when you met him? What was Antonio's answer? It was a good choice. Was Stu A, uglier than Antonio Fort? <laughs> B, Definitely more not. handsome than Antonio Fort? Definitely not. Or C, smaller than Antonio Fort? Yes. B. I think it's a smaller one. Yes. I think it's smaller. Smaller. Yeah. And the answer is... Oh, he's much shorter. <laughs> Uh, Hunched over. 
is pretty small. Well, compared to you, Mike, anyone small. <laughs> true, this is true. I am pretty small. Question six. Who the fuck is this guest? Yeah, what do you think? What do you think of it so far? Well, it was a bit of a cock up to start, eh? But, you know, we'll you, mean, you, you pulled you it back. No, that was my fault because I did. I got a late start. No, it's okay. Look, you know, just because we said 10 o'clock doesn't mean to say we can't start at 10 past, you know? Oh, yeah, well, we could if I had got my rules as you go along, it's fine. Look, if you carry on, I'll be talking to the pigeons again, I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Got shot on by a pigeon when we were in London. <laughs> Deep. Uh, Chris MJW. Chris MJW, yeah, uh, Chris Williams. Love him, man. And the answer is... Let's bring Chris MJW on, shall we? All right. Question seven. Who the fuck sent this email? Ask for the daddy. Hey. There ain't nothing wrong with a little tap dancing till fast love. It's a good thing. What a stud. I wish I would have learned to tap as a toddler. It might have kept me busy enough to skip my dirty co-op mission with my brother in the bath. I I still still think that's why I lost my baby teeth at such a young age. All that bacteria causes cavities. Oh my god. Deep. Well, that's a very easy one again. Is that Jason Gollar? Yeah, there's only one person sending emails concerning shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might have blocked it out. And yeah. the answer is Jason <laughs> Question A. Whilst it's been a while since we heard from Jason Gullahar. Where are you at, Jason? We miss you. <laughs> Jason, editing an upcoming clip show, Ginny was struggling with what? Was it A, finding the time to actually edit it? B, finding the will to edit it because there was no good source material to find? Or C, he can only find good clips of himself? Beep. Finding the will to edit it, I imagine. Yeah, I'd have uh, the will, but I don't know. It might be the clips, but only yeah, of himself, because he's quite, you know, a bit of yeah. a diva, isn't he? I'm going to go with that, because that's funny. I mean, I think that's something you'd say. Yeah. And the answer is... I think I've discovered about this is the old sh- all the shows. I keep picking funny stuff that I do. <laughs> really? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I'm trying... Because I'm amazingly funny, let's admit this. Right? Uh, oh, I'm trying to pick more things that you two have done. I- I'm sorry that I've been so funny in 20s, but I'm really yeah. sorry. Where's John 9? Are we going to say some nice things about each other now? Absolutely. Can we say some nice things about the show? Yeah. What's been your favourite thing about the show? I need answers from each of you. We'll see if oh. it matches up. Deep. Uh... What? I think mine, I'll, I'll go with mine first because I think I know what it is. I think mine is just like meeting people in yeah. the community and having all the meetups and stuff and the social, all the social stuff is what I'll say I that a lot. I said. Yeah. I think I said something I about think... hearing from people over email and speak pipe and stuff. I probably said something funny like cash or yeah. the bitches or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about you. Duke's answer. I love just talking to people and hearing back from people and knowing we have a big audience. Let me tell you something, people. I've done a lot of things in my life trying to reach people. Teaching, obviously, is big on that list, and I've reached a lot of people with teaching. There's no question about it. This is by far the biggest audience I've ever had, and I just think it's awesome that people are interested in what we have to say and willing to communicate and get back in touch and show up for live shows. It's awesome. You all rock. Stu's answer. Can I be really honest, right? My favorite thing isn't really the show. 
Right, that sounds a bit weird, it's doesn't like, it? But no, it's it's like <laughs> meeting everybody at Eurogamer is my favourite thing every year, and I just love going. I just love going and meeting loads of people and just like having a laugh oh, and doing right. crazy, yeah, doing crazy stuff, and that's that's what basically. And it was right like having the you know like the the thing with the PC gaming day and all that sort of stuff in Manchester was just so cool. You know, just like meeting people is just really cool, and I love all that stuff. Ginny's answer. What about you? Lovely answer. What about you? Oh, it's all the crap. <laughs> hey, we all so nailed close. it! Wow! Well so done, close. everybody. I mean, it wasn't exactly word for word, but no, Chinny got right. exactly right. the right spirit. We know our minds very well. <laughs> what I love is the factor between all us three. I think I, I enjoy it. Oh, a heartfelt, real answer. Boo! Because oh, it's a laugh. And my dad gave me some advice. He said, "If you stop enjoying something, don't do it." So I, I, that's why I still do it because I. Well, so you should never pass a kidney stone then? No. Just don't <laughs> pass it. Just keep it forever. I don't I know. I enjoy it. I do look forward to it every week, as weird it is, as it is. So, yeah, I, I, I just enjoy it. And I think it's great that people just put up with this shit. <laughs> Finally! It is an interview, and I am joined, and I'm very excited to say this. I am joined by Melissa Hutchison, who plays Clementine yeah. in The Walking Dead. <laughs> Yay, hello, hello. <laughs> Excited to be here. <laughs> you won't be after hearing Stu's <laughs> first question. During the first uh, question, what does Stu talk at length about? Duh. It, what's yeah. his first question every time? What kind of biscuit do you like? They dip it in tea. What do you mean? They have a little tea. You dip it in tea. Jesus Christ. After a hard day killing zombies, I kick back and listen to the Veteran Gamers podcast. And the answer is unfortunately... I'm a hobnob person myself. Have you ever heard of hobnobs? Nobs. I don't know if I have. Yeah, they're, a, they're a, like a UK classic, really. Well, what, what uh, it's a hobnob? It's, it's sort of an OT biscuit book. See, this was the mistake she made of, like, engaging <laughs> yeah. you and asking yeah, follow-ups. She should have just said, yes, I don't like them. If she had said, she yes, I don't like them, it would have been game over. <laughs> She had to engage. She came back yeah. with another one after that. Yeah, because she was she wanted to promote the game. He won. Yeah. I've never heard of that. And yeah. Graham Norton's job remains safe. <laughs> well, that's it for the <laughs> Veteran Gamers Quiz of Yesteryear Round 29. Oxygen. Right, I'm off to sign up for the Veteran Gamers Patreon so I don't have to pay for coal but get full credits. <laughs> Yay! See you next time. Oh my. God almighty. You are a little bit pissed last year, I can hear it. Um, I'm getting that way. <laughs> when you walk away from the podcast, in the middle of the podcast, to get some crisps, that's pissed. I've got, I've got crisps. You get the most. Uh, I think this is the, uh, the worst episode ever. I am the queen, and I yeah. think that this year you can all fuck off. Do you okay. know, we've had so much fun over the years. Yes. <laughs> Quick, pick a number. Like I'll pick a number. Oh, three, God. one, eight. That's the episode we want you to do. Three, one, eight. Uh, that was a good episode, that. Yeah. Three, one, eight. <laughs> no, the wow. one that we just did. The one, the, well, the three, one, eight is also going to be a good episode. I can yeah, feel it. Good. Yeah, great. here comes three, one, eight. Hey, and by the way, Ginny, eight years later, you're still doing it. <laughs> That's right. Still doing it. Yeah, I know. Eight years later, man. Makes you think, uh, doesn't it? Makes you it think. does make you think. Freaking hell, that's eight years ago. Right, uh, we need to do some shout-outs to get the hell out of here. So, Forget about uh, the Ginny, we do you first. When do we get the freaking guns? Uh, 
I'm going to shout out. It's time for a shout out. Hey! Oh, well done, Duke. Still as professional as ever. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, FNK. Oh, okay. Okay. For Kev. no reason Kev. other than that, I just decided to do it. Okay. That's it. I just wanted to freak him out. Going, well, why is he shouting at me? So yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go, Kev. Yeah. Kev. Yeah, Kev. Well yeah. done, Kev. Kev. Uh, I'm going to shout out Chris MJW this week. Funnily enough, because he was on the quiz. Oh yeah. Uh, he, he favorited two of my mixes and said. Uh, that my chilled out summer jam was the perfect soundtrack to his Saturday afternoon in his garden. Yay. He's, he's, uh, he's, by the way, he was murdering people in his garden. It was. I'm also going to shout out SLH. Uh, yes. She was listening to one of my mixes while she was gardening. Look, people are listening to my shit. Yeah, they are. All these weirdos. I don't know. So there you go. So thank you. Uh, and that's it for me. I yeah, think. I will shout out Antonio. We had some Rocket League games and we're going to have some more soon. So thanks to him because he's always good for a punt. And I'll shout out the Duchess because she's making our home look lovely, front and backyard. She just made this awesome chicken run. And, uh, yeah, the chickens have a place to run. And they can poop in there, and then their dog won't eat the chicken poop. Yay! Right. And I will shout out again Jacinta and Jay for their feedback on the Nimbus story. Part two is coming soon. Pay attention, everybody. If you haven't read the first part, go check it out. And um, what else? I will shout out... Jason Gullaher, because we haven't heard from him in a while, and I miss him. Miss he, you, buddy. He actually emailed in last week, Duke. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> I take back my shout-out. <laughs> That's me taking it back. Um, yeah, I will shout-out uh, uh, Bethesda, because they make good video there games. There you go. Because yep. they make glitchy games. Are we done? I think we're done. As Ginny done. done. Yeah, if you done, like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about Too RPGs. Many, some people say. Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Outro, outro song. <laughs> the end of the show. You fucking prince. Turn the podcast off. Oh, wait, you don't need to do that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast, you ungrateful fuckers? <laughs> so there you go. There you go, another week done. Another show in the can. Another show, week 10 of lockdown, and we're done another show. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, when we look back uh, in 20 years' time, what were you doing when the COVID thing hit? Oh, podcasting. Stuck. Duke. Duke. Yes. 
I'm watching The Wire. Oh, that's oh, right. Where are you what at? Are you up to? What episode? Uh, 11 or 10 or something. Wow, so you're, coming you're to the ahead end? of me. You're We're on end? about 8, I think, in the first season. Cool. Yeah. So where, what, what happened in your episode? Uh, the last thing that happened, I'm trying to think now. Uh, was it uh, nothing? <laughs> yeah, no, there was definitely something happened. It was something quite cool. We just, uh, we're on the episode after when he finds out that 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 guy was trying to. It was the major was trying to screw him over. That's like the whole the first season. Yeah, we're on the first season. That, no, that, I'm saying that's the whole first season is the majors trying to screw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, see these, McNulty? Goes... These are for you. They're going right up your narrow Irish <laughs> yeah. ass. Uh, no, but he goes and gives the... Um... I was going to... Because he, he had to either solve a case, didn't he? He's like, solve one of your unsolved cases. Or you, bring me, or you bring me McNulty. McNulty. Yeah, McNulty's a waste man. He's just an <laughs> idiot. Where don't you want to go, McNulty? Um, so I'm a couple ahead of you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, so you've seen my favorite scene so far, which is the when they're recreating the murder, which yes. is Fuck. just hilarious. Which is a, that's a great. It is Fuck a great the scene. Fucker. Fuck. 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 <laughs> I've never heard the the word it's a... in so many ways. It's it's it's, it's um <laughs> it's magical. It's a clever show. Yes. However, Duke, oh. um, yes. I. I don't find it boring. I find it, it is really slow. fucking slow, it is though. Very slow. Kay saying that, but it does. It is picking up now as, it, it, as you're getting further in. Well, it. I, I think I think happens. that's by design. I think I I hear you. I I understand how you feel that way. I feel it personally is. like once I got to know the characters pretty well, I didn't mind it being slow because that felt realistic to me. Yeah, I mean, something happens in the last episode that I saw, which is pretty big. Yeah, and it also that that pacing makes the big things matter more. Bigger, yeah. yeah oh I yeah. Agree. So, so um, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I'm not going to argue that. I, think I do think that it. I do watch. think it changes as you go from season to season. Like I do think, you know, it, one of the things that it's doing in this first season is it's planting a lot of seeds, and yeah. in later seasons, those things will start to bear fruit. So that it seems it might in in a way it it may seem slow now in part because there's nothing coming back from previous seasons. So once those things start to come back, the pacing picks up as well. Yeah, we yeah. we the the last episode we watched was the one where Omar kills what's Omar he called the, Omar. Uh, he's like he's like he's he's a bit he's, he starts off as a bit of an informant and then he just goes rogue. Omar coming, yo? No, he he was rogue from the jump, baby. Well, yeah, he's rogue anyway, yes. but he he helps him out. He's a bit. great. Yes, he does. I love then, Omar. Omar's a great character. Yeah. Witness dudes, and they they're like, we needed him, and he's like, oh. hey man, it's all in the streets. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the game, what he has yo. To do. <laughs> he is doing what he has to do. Yeah. Yeah, so you... that's a lot. But the, the the characters are great. I've got to say, yeah, the yeah. the characters are really. And well the other thing I'll say about the pacing is that you know David Simon, the guy who created it, who was a journalist in Baltimore for many years, he also created Homicide: Life on the Street, and The Corner. Um, he was uh, he he approached it like a novel. So it's it's it it builds slowly at first, the way some novels do. And I think that you know, most shows are going to give you exciting thing, action, mystery, you know, crime, drama, excitement. And he's not interested in any of that. He's interested in the human drama. He's interested in the real people who are living these lives. And I think he does an amazing job of capturing their essence. 
I've got to say, Idris Elba's great. In Idris it. Elba's amazing. Really, really the guy good. who plays McNulty, oh. I think, does a great job. Wendell Pierce, yeah, who yeah. plays Bunk, yeah. he's awesome. He's in. A, he's from Sheffield, that guy. Yeah. Who? The guy who plays McNulty? McNulty yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. out of town. You yeah. hear him he in real life, he does not talk like Sean, that. Sean yeah. uh, Bean. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, he does. I never knew that. I just assumed he was American. And he's like no. a good actor. Like, he was in some version of like uh, Othello, I think. Uh, Lester Freeman's another awesome character. They were all from The Walking Dead. I was like, oh, that's Gabriel uh, from oh, The yeah, Walking yeah, Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, the vicar. Uh, and then I was like, oh, that's Bob from The Walking Dead. Yeah. I was like, they're all from The Fucking Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, even, though, even though this is before The Walking Dead. But I was like, yeah, because you know the what's the you know the two cops the white guy and the black guy and the one's got a baseball cap. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, he's he's the vicar in the world. No, I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that. Well, that's he's right. also there. Are also, a bunch of people in the wire who were in Oz. If anybody ever saw the TV show Oz about prison, there's a bunch of crossover no. there too. The the black guy, his partner, the dude in the hat. I just um, think it's funny seeing a show so old that the title was too. Yeah, typing up reports on a typewriter. That's the other yeah. thing as well. I was like, I said to Tara, I mean, this, this show is before we met. And yeah, yeah. but the so other thing about Mark. that is that, I mean, typewriters were old in 2002. So yeah. one of the things they're saying is that the police department yeah. has very outdated equipment. Got no money. Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that like, because they talk about that. But basically, you know, Michael B. Jordan's in it. You know, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. Wallace. Uh, I'm basically the same age as Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> So he goes because at the moment, oh, I don't think it's happened in studios. He goes, he he goes away a little bit, and like, so how old Michael B. Jordan is is how old I am, and I'm like, oh my god, like I'm that age. Like it's this show is old. It is very old. And uh, the other person you should know about is Kima. You know Kima. The she's the female partner of the white guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's a lesbian, right? Uh, she's played by Sonia Sohn, who is an awesome actor and poet and activist. Uh, she's in a movie called Slam, which is really good. And I think she does a great job in The Wire and in Slam. So. There you go. Right, I'm going to have to go, guys, because I'm working yet again tomorrow. All right, we're going to stop talking, people. Stop listening. We're going to stop talking because i got to go.